Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back on another beautiful Friday evening here in Portland, Oregon. Spring has sprung. The weather is very nice for a change. And uh, I have seen this strange glowing orb in the sky. I think that it might be the sun. I haven't seen it in about six months. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I, I I agree with you, man. It's beautiful outside. We got uh, me, Hydralisk here, coming in from Port Coquitlam, British Columbia, and it's been beautiful. The sun is out. It's been. I mean, we're going to talk in Canadian here about like twenty three degrees Celsius, twenty four degrees Celsius. And it's just been so beautiful, and I've just been loving it. I'm happy for the show tonight. I'm stoked. Uh, My mouth is a little sore today. I'll talk about that in a little bit. So pardon me if I sound a little little muffled today or don't speak as much. But stoked to be here for Friday night's show. Yeah, you're a soldier, man. Yeah, I feel on that. Um, Your props to you on doing that uh, dentist trip and coming to the show. Extra props. Um, Absolutely. Real legend in the building, for real. (laughs) <laughs> I know. I know you. Hey, you battle on three servers, but that's a real legend right there. Again, you know, <laughs> come to the show. But uh, you know, what I'm saying, uh, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Black Arrive coming in with my rose glasses. We're back. You know, what I'm saying this isn't the uh, the rose garden in Portland, Oregon. You know, Nate's out there in Oregon, but this is uh, the rose glasses over here. I'm loving them. Helps you ever the you ever want to come visit? I'll take you to the rose garden. It's Let's do it <laughs> one day. One Oh man! One day, yeah, hey, I got I got that second vaccine shot. Um, starting to feel, you know, saying more energetic. So traveling will become a thing once again. Can't wait. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Hey, we got no special guest tonight, but the, we got the three of us here, and uh, we're pretty special. So <laughs> I hope that's enough that's right. for you all. <laughs> Extra special. <laughs> so, what have you guys been up to so far this week, Nate? How, how's things going? It's been going good. I actually, uh, this is a little sacrilegious, but I've been playing more standard than wild this week, mostly Uh-oh. because <laughs> I've been I've been trying to farm demon hunter wins, and like it's um, it's just not very good in in wild. Uh, it was interesting. I reached out earlier today on Twitter and asked, like, hey, what what other like are there good demon hunter lists in wild right now? Um, odd is okay. And somebody had hit legend with it uh, recently. I, I found out that Martian Boo hit legend with a uh, a Reno Demon Hunter list that I, I'll have to take a look at. Um, but like Odd just isn't very good right now, and that was like for the longest time has been the only existing archetype. And I'd already hit legend, and then we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later. We're gonna have a little meta discussion, but um, the decks that I was seeing uh, on the wild ladder were not. Um, amenable to playing a slower demon hunter deck so uh I, i've been mostly doing that i i, I took um draco cat's d- uh, death rattle list and uh 
used it as inspiration to kind of make my own homebrew one. And I, I hit um, Diamond 2 with it. So it was like, wow. okay. I mean, I don't know. I can, then I fell back to 4, and now I'm okay, back okay, to okay. I'm back to 3.3 now. And so I kind of am bouncing all around. I'm just trying to get wins. So it's it's actually pretty fun. Aside from that, it's been like a, a pretty chill week. Um, I installed some lights in my shelving. One of my fans went out on my computer, but I replaced it, and everything has been pretty good, actually. Um, my wife and son are, are visiting her folks all next week, and so I'll have a little bit of spare time. I'm going to spend the weekend trying to learn how to use this mixer that I bought and this stream deck and that I can finally use. I've been sitting on my desk for two months <laughs> and finally get to learn how to Word. use them. So that'll be cool. But, uh, yeah, that's that's it for me. Mike, what have you been up to? Yeah, this week, um, I actually, uh, so last week I was playing a lot of standards. It's funny, I guess me and you have swapped, um, jumped back right? more to playing wild. Um, yeah, because I, I was, hey man, um, I, I was riding out that deck of lunacy. Um, what I call my mage deck, uh, St. Lunatics. I don't know if anybody <laughs> knows, <laughs> anybody knows, uh, Nelly, uh, from back in the day, but, uh, Nelly, he had a group, St. Lunatics. So I literally would just like play some old school Nelly music while playing his mage deck just to make myself feel cool. I love but, that. um, <laughs> rode that up to diamond five. I spent chilling there in standard. So it feels good. You know, the first three months of this year, I climbed my way up this mountain. <laughs> I was way, way down there. My, my multiplier is so low. It's like six, but it felt like it was so hard to get to like platinum every season. But oh, last yeah. month I was like, you know what? New cards coming out. You got, you know what I'm saying guys? Like the energy with the new cards, the new set. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? If I just take four days in a row and rip my soul and just like sleep three hours a night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I have newfound appreciation for, for that because you, um, like Hydra, you play on three servers. Like it's gotta be like, and I remember when you didn't one month and it's like, then you come back and your multipliers lower or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and like, mm-hmm. I, I've been playing standard all month with a four star multiplier and like I had you know gained mm-hmm. one star per rank ever since like gold or whatever and like it is brutal, and so I I am I'm definitely you know a wild player at heart I'll always prioritize it but like demon hunter sucks in in wild so <laughs> there's no <laughs> I I mean you can build archetypes but there's there's the, the pool of like wild exclusive cards is very low and then they don't really um them. Yeah, right. Yeah, just add Lothab, or <laughs> yeah. just add. Well, this is like well, like Ben from work was saying. We played some OTK Demon Hunter uh, a month or two back, and I was like, "Why? Like, why bother playing this in in Wild? Like, this is a standard deck." He's like, "No, no, no. It's got one card in it." And he put Emperor Thorison in, and hey, you know, it makes you mm. it makes it makes the deck. I mean, it, you can pop off earlier because everything costs one less. So, I, I mean, there's some merit to it. Unfortunately, I think the power level is just so high that can it compete yeah. you know can it compete with mazaki mage can it compete with this like apm flame waker mage like no no just like no nah, definitely not so no, yeah, no yeah. you're right no you're right about that hey. yeah, it, it can't compete um so that's why when i switched back to wild i was like what can i play that would make me have some fun and i was doing some big priests but the mazaki mage just seemed to be everywhere so for my week of first stone, I switched it up, and I started to uh, specialize in some decks, um, you know, that featured uh, Dirty Rat and oh, ways to copy go. Dirty Rat. And there are so many people that hate, you know, Taunt Warrior. It's, it's pretty fresh right now, and I'm loving it. Oh. Outside of first stone for my week, been working on some articles over at uh, Manchester Inklink. Um, 
real quick, I want to shout out uh, D Money. I was watching D Money stream one day, and he said uh, he was he was sponsored by a new game called uh, Runeverse. So this is D Money from High Horizon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So one of my gigs at Manchester Inklink, I write uh, blogs on. Um, I'm sorry, not blogs. Articles on uh, video games, just to introduce it to the people in the community. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of the person who is like a, a, a gateway to video games and technology and stuff on the site. So D Money brought up this game Runeverse, and it looks pretty cool. Um, looks like it looks like uh, I want to say you know auto chess. It's a card game, but it has like you know this flair of like Hearthstone. You know, whimsical, magical. It's it looks very fun. Downloaded. I tried it. I tried it. And it's uh, very entertaining. So I wrote uh, an article on it. And um, I just want to shout out D-Money because I didn't have a lead um, for a, a video game article this week until I came across his stream. Oh, and sweet. I saw a Runeverse. So I shout out say, to D-Money from High Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. And he does a, a podcast, like a video podcast uh, with Draco Cat, who's, who's a friend of mine and and was able to provide some good advice. And, and so shout and out to Warshack. those guys. And, and then... Uh, since we're there, I should probably give a big shout out to Hype Horizon, who uh, one of their one of their players is playing in uh, the GMs right now, um, which is really cool. Is it McBanterface? No, McBanterface. I can't think of the no. name. I'm so bad with the standard oh players, and I, I feel, oh, I feel bad. Right. But no, I was actually watching the other day. Um, but yeah, good, good recognition, good recognition on, on that part. Yeah, but hey, I mean that's cool. That's super cool. So it's nice to see. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's been it's been a good week. It's been it's been lovely over here. Hey, yeah. hi, so you got your second COVID shot? Yeah, I got that second shot uh, last week. Um, yeah. How are you energetic. feeling? Uh, well, like I put in uh, my 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 most recent article on the site, you know, I'm sad because you know I don't have four legs or 5G coursing through my veins. <laughs> you know, I didn't get extra, I didn't get X-ray vision. I don't have fly. No, no super flight. <laughs> I'm just I'm still a regular guy. So I guess you know I'm, I'm feeling good. I don't know. Uh, why people put the scare tactics out there? I was able to go visit my daughter. Her birthday was yesterday. Nice, go nice. see my son. Awesome. Saw the family. Yeah. So for me, just the vaccine is great. It's done nothing but wonders for me, 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 my family, my girlfriend. So that's where I'm at for me. I know everyone has their own opinion, and that's totally fine. That's where we can all engage and have healthy conversations. But I'm feeling great after the vaccine. That's awesome. Nice, great. nice. Yeah. yeah, Hydra. What about you? How about you, Hydra. Yeah, Hydra. Yeah, uh, I've been all over the place in this world of Hearthstone. We were talking about, um, Nate, you were saying about how it feels so bad with the, the four stars. And um, it's kind of funny because I've been I've been doing all this achievement hunting and just completing quests. And my, my goal right now has been the rewards track on the three servers, trying to like keep them all sort of, you know, up to speed, up neck and neck with each other. Mm-hmm. And so for... NA, like, a, a few days back, uh, I think last week, actually, like, I hit the 50 mark on NA, NA for that, uh, the Rexar portrait, and then I was doing the same with on um, EU and uh, Asia. So I've, I've got, I think I'm 40, both 49 and 48, so I'm just got a boat, got the Rexar on those servers as well. So I'm, like, just under 60 and then just under 50 on the other two. So I'm trying to keep them all flowing doing that i obviously can kind of fall behind on one but i want to see how much gold i can get on on all three so just keep being able to build more decks i love the ability to 
you're talking about Demon Hunter. That's like a super cheap deck that I, mm-hmm. I play on um, the other servers because Odd Demon Hunter, like basically you just need some pretty cheap cards. So it's not that big of a deal uh, to be able to craft. So I've been doing that. Um, and then I noticed this week that I haven't actually ranked up like at all because I was spreading myself so thin. I was playing Standard and I was playing Wild on all the servers i was like hopping around so much and so uh, a couple days ago i was like oh crap i guess i should probably you know (laughs) play some actual competitive hearthstone (laughs) so i picked up uh pirate warrior because i saw on tempo storm that it's it's pretty decent right now so last couple days i've jammed a whole bunch of games of that just to get those stars and um other than hearthstone the uh Diablo 2 bug kind of got me because of Diablo 2 Resurrected. Last weekend, they did the alpha stream, and I did not get in the alpha, but I had, like, I wanted to be in it so bad, but I was watching on one monitor somebody play um, the Diablo 2 Resurrected, and on my main monitor, I was playing just regular old Diablo 2, and it got its hooks in me again. It's a great game. Yeah. I just didn't. I I would try to get in the alpha mm. too, and I did not get in. But um, yeah, it, they may like they'll probably do another run at some point in time, and I don't know. Maybe they'll let more people in it. But oh, it's it's so fun just going back and playing. And then I also learned thinking about it. Like back then, uh, when the game was like newer, um. I looked at gear that had a big number on it and I'd put it on kind of thing. <laughs> like there's so much more to it that I didn't really fully understand about building your characters and stuff. Like I didn't have a social network of any sort. Mm-hmm. So I would like play around with different rune words and like trying to like craft stuff, but I had no idea like what was actually good builds. I would just put skills into what I thought was cool. <laughs> So this this time around, I'm actually using some guides and stuff. So it's a lot of fun. Other than that, um, yesterday at work, I was eating a cob salad that had croutons in it. And <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, yeah, yesterday at work, and I bit down real hard on a very sensitive spot in in my mouth. Where so I, I've got all four of my wisdom teeth. Um, but for, one for of now. them, for now, <laughs> one of them didn't grow in. It's just like, there's just gum back there on the bottom. And I bit down and I just drove that crouton like right into the gum real hard. <laughs> and it started getting real sore and more sore yeah. and more sore. And it got to the point I couldn't really talk at work at all. My mouth, like just, there was no point in speaking cause it just hurt. And Got home and tried to chill out for the evening. Took some Tylenol, some Advil. Purposely took uh, melatonin too, so I could sleep. Mm-hmm. So you know, try to make you know make make myself pass out real good before bed. Did not work. I was up almost like all night with the most throbbing pain in my jaw, and it was absolutely horrible. And so this morning, I called my boss. And I was I was telling him that I was like I think I have an infection in my tooth, and he's like, 
what happened with the inspection? Because I inspect <laughs> things at work. The inspection. And, and I'm like, infection. But my mouth was so swollen, I couldn't really move it. And he's like, I don't know what inspection you're talking about. Just text me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn, man. That's so. awful. So I, I text him. I'm like, I think I have an infection. So anyways, he's like, all right, do what you got to do. So I went, booked myself. Luckily, I got in for a quick appointment today, the dentist, and they took an x-ray and they're like, why do you still have all of your wisdom teeth? Aren't you like 35? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. They're like, well, uh, those are going to have to all come out. And they're looking at my x-ray showing me all the stuff. So I'm going to have to go back next week and they're going to, they're going to pull them. They gave me some, um, just some meds to keep the swelling down and keep the pain down. And I, I took two Tylenol threes before the show. So if I sound dopey, that's why. <laughs> hey that melatonin my my wife tried it to help sleep and she said it was giving her super weird dreams like did that happen to you at all i guess you didn't sleep much anyways but... i did not sleep uh i will report back next week <laughs> but yeah no I, no such luck and my stupid cat too whenever i would get up because I, I had such pain i would get up and i'd just run cold water like into my mouth mm-hmm. and every time i got back my cat took my spot in my bed. I'm like, what the hell? Jerk. <laughs> Cat wanted the warm spot. But that's been my week basically so far. Kind of ended not so good, but I'm here. I got some pain meds. Mouth still is pretty sore. But yeah. so I, I, I may not be talking a whole lot. But uh, yeah. I was telling you before the show, I'm surprised that you're even here. Like, props to you for, for coming on anyhow. Um, yeah, for a minute. Yeah, well, thanks. But yeah, I, I'm going to cover the news tonight <laughs> and you chime yeah. in, please. But Sounds right. good to me. All right, Mike, what do we got for the listener series this week? All right. So oh, the finals you. are finally here. Yeah. Sorry, what? Uh, I, I posted the graphic up real quick and I was like, oh, let, let me take that down. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're down to the finals. No, the top, top two. Yeah. Finals are here. Really excited. Um it's been a really great season. Um, a lot of memories, a lot of great uh, challenges and weeks. Um, I want to say thank you to the initial 40 people who signed up. I should say 39 because I was one of them. So I, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, if you know 40, pat myself on the back. It's all good. And then, um, you know, we had the playoffs, uh, 24 contestants who broke it down. And then we had, you know, the last three rounds. So our finals, our finalists are Dr. Evil. Still undefeated this entire season. And then we also have co-host of the Hearst owners, Shia Wasina. Nice. Two heavyweights in the finals. Before I even get to what the challenge is, what do you guys think about these finals? Like, what do you guys say about this? I, you could not have picked two like better players. I mean, when we, when we got to like the semis, like, of course, everyone's really good and it's been a blast this whole time, but like, you got two like highly competitive players, excellent players, good deck builders. Like I- I'm not surprised at all. Let me put it that way. And so I know we were talking about trying to work the scheduling in a way that we could stream this final series. And so mm-hmm. I really hope that we're able to do that because it will be a blast. Um, it's going to be good no matter who wins. So I- I- I'm not surprised, but I'm I'm really happy. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. It's going to be a great time, man. Um, so, 
we have a really flavorful final series. So for this challenge, this final season one challenge, this is the year of the Griffin, right? Yep. So what we're going to do, we're going to have year of the Griffin finals. So the challenge for Shia versus Dr. Evil is as follows. Beast only minions. This means no non-beast minions allowed. Just to clear it up. So, a loophole here, you could play amalgams, right? They would qualify as other tribes, but they still are beasts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just want to say here on the recording, here on the podcast, I know Discord gets active post-show, so just want to put that out there now when the conversation starts. The decks have to have a minimum of 15 minions. No less than 15. One five. There are no weapons allowed. And here is a very tricky one, but very simple. Spells that may target your opponent's face are banned. So this means if you are playing a beast mage, you cannot put fireball into your deck. However, you are allowed to put primordial glyph into your deck to discover a fireball okay and i'm gonna ask just because i know other people are gonna ask what about spells that target random things like your arcane missiles or something that will target a random enemy whether it's a minion or a hero is is that uh so so for me for born to be wild flavor i say that's a go because the card has random on it, mm-hmm. you can't yeah. drag it and target for lethal. You know, if you got three minions and your opponent has one life, you got to flip a coin. You know what I'm saying? I'll take that gamble anytime. I probably won't get it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. So things that target the uh, opponent, the enemy directly, are not yep. okay. Spells mm-hmm. that includes that means target that... your opponent's face are banned. Yeah. Sorry, Hydra. Sorry. What What if the text? What if you don't point it? But what if the text reads? Deals damage to enemy hero. So like, we're talking my, like my like mind blast. Yeah, or sinister strike. Hey, they don't target. Hey, okay, okay. Wait, so you don't have to point it. Okay. Interesting. Okay. A a a. All right. Well, you heard. You, it know, here. you know what's really special about this? We're at the finals, so we know Shia and Doctor Evil are gonna have some really spicy, like beefed up decks. I'm really, I'm really hyped because these two, like, looking at their deck list, man. Like when I do get the chance to see them. I'm just like, how, who, how, I, I wouldn't have thought of this. It would have took me two weeks to think of a list, but you only get a few days. Like, <laughs> and then, I'm really excited for this. So everybody listening or watching, stay tuned. Once we have the final match scheduled, we will share it and so that we can stream it and record it and post it and the whole deal. Uh, we'll do our best to cast it if possible. It should be a, a lot of fun. For anybody who's wondering like what this is, if you're if you're new to the show or you're um, you know you're not familiar with what this listener series is, it's a community-based tournament series that lasts. Uh, there's approximately five weeks of of weekly tournaments with special deck building restrictions, and then followed by like quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. And we are nearing completion of series one or season one, I should say. We are just about ready to start season two. Uh, 
So signups are, are open right now. If you go to our website, borntobewildhs.com, yes, there is a page for the listener series. It's got all of the info about it, and it's got a link to sign up. Signups uh, are open the entire month of April. We will be starting uh, essentially the first week of March, or May, excuse mm-hmm. me, it's the first week of May. And uh, okay. this is open to everybody. It's, there's no cost. It's free to play. Uh, we will be posting all of the challenges ahead of time so that you can plan your collection around it. And uh, mm-hmm. we will try to make those challenges friendly towards uh, the you know the core set or something that's not going to require you to craft a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, but if you're looking hey, for also, a, mm-hmm. uh, if people to to ride your coattail here um, to make the challenges even more friendly, if you're listening to this, if you have a great idea for a challenge, jump in Discord and we have a channel specifically for you to submit a challenge idea. So I would love for people to jump in there because we have a lot of, you know, creative people and the people who are worried about, you know, collection sizes. So I know folks had ideas early season one. So come in our Discord, drop those ideas right now. We got that channel open for two more weeks and then season two kicks off. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, Nate, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, 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 absolutely. That's great. And then yeah, to find our Discord again, uh, and if you're not familiar with what that is, it's basically like an online uh, you know, it's kind of like a Facebook group or a social media, like a group of people hanging out chatting. Uh, if you go to our website, again, it's born to be wild hs.com. Go to the find us page and there is a uh, link to our discord channel. Again, that's something that it's a program. You can install it. It's free. You can do it on your cell phone or you can do it on your computer. Uh, and it's just a good community place with a bunch of other people talking about wild hearthstone. Um, there's deck lists and there's all kinds of stuff. So if, if, even if you don't like social media, that's a, it's been a pretty fun place, a uh, good place to, um, you know, come for a bunch of uh, wild content that you won't see anywhere else. So, uh, highly, definitely agree with that. Highly yeah. recommend it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I agree with that. You know, it, it's a great networking space. Um, it's a great hub for that kind of idea. You know, I, I saw somebody join today, um, T Kiza, and they were saying, you know, they've missed this kind of energy where they can join a, a community. And, you know, get a lot of good feedback and just communicate about Hearthstone. So I definitely want to ride Nate's coattail there. Come join a Discord. Most definitely. Yeah. Good yeah. hub. So, yeah, anyways, I, I yeah, hopefully we get a good turnout for season two. It's been a lot of fun. And, and honestly, like <laughs> when when ladder gets old, you know, when you get you get tired of seeing Mizaki Mage and, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> APM Flame Waker Mage, whatever. When you get tired of, of seeing that stuff and you want a little break, um, it, it's been fun for me because I know that I'm not going to be seeing meta decks. They're going to be like, you know, crazy off the wall challenge mode decks. And uh, it, it's, it that's half the fun, you know, is, is coming up with things and then interact with people in the community to test decks and play against people. It's just an absolute blast. And so, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't feel too bad tooting our own horn here. I think that it, it was just so much fun for me personally. And it was not a really big time commitment either. I know some people worry about that, but like what it translates to is one match once a week and you coordinate the match with your opponent. So it can be whatever works around your schedule. So the time commitment is, is low. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, anyways, if anyone's got That's questions, so if anyone's got questions, reach out to a, one of us and, and we can answer those. But I, I'm really hoping that um, anybody that's interested even remotely uh, take a chance and sign up. I will say that um, there's not a huge skill skill cap either. We got everybody from casual players all the way up to like high legend players and, and kind of everywhere in between. 
and, and so you know you may not make the finals but but the balance is that each week has you know custom challenges so it's not guaranteed you know what i'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you get different like, opponents I thought, each week and i so, thought i might do better than i did but i tanked <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyways yeah it's a blast i i don't i guess probably shouldn't go on and on and on but it's it's a lot of fun so yeah if you guys have questions reach out to to one of us we'll be happy to answer all right most definitely there you is... know real quick oh, just yeah. just so everybody knows for, for season two um you know electric sheep city um will be part of the board um shout out to sheep sheets he's gonna be hooking us up uh, with Google Sheets, so that when we uh, have challenges, we can submit our decks, and then you know when you submit um, your decks and your opponent submits theirs, you can see the uh, matches reflecting on the on the Google Sheet. Uh, so shout out to Sheep, you know, for uh, being part of the uh, Born to Wild family here and helping us out with season two going forward with the series. That's oh, really a, a big a big thing for us, like big foundation. A hundred percent. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And it's it's a lot of work. I think Mike put in a ton of time this season. Everything was done manually, and it's just a yeah. lot of work. And so going forward, everything will be automated. So, yeah, signups mm-hmm. online, deck submission online, bands online, results yeah. online, matches online. online. Like, the whole deal is, is oh, yeah. going to be Shout basically out automated. Yeah, for real. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. He's yeah, solid uh, yeah, a lot of work behind the scenes. So it, it but it'll make yeah. it a, a better experience for everybody, and so I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. All right, oh, yeah. you guys. Hey, we got a lot of news actually. I I forgot about uh, some of the stuff until the last minute, and uh, which is why we we're running a little bit late. That was my fault. But I want to jump mm-hmm. into the news. One thing that I forgot about because it happened like super early in the week was that we got the nerf announcements, and so mm-hmm. uh, this is actually kind of fun. So last week we had predicted what what nerfs were going to happen. Our only hint was they said mage, rogue, and neutral. Oh, mage, rogue, paladin, and neutral. And then we were sitting here guessing what they were going to be. And so yeah. uh, we we were like remarkably on the money. I'm just going to throw that out there. So, okay, first up, mm-hmm. I've got a deck of lunacy. Okay, and, and again, keep in mind that, that these are all... Um, standard nerfs really and so my question for all of you guys is hey how did these impact wild if any so deck of lunacy was a um two mana spell transform spells in your deck into ones that cost three more they keep their original cost uh we had it was increased from two to four which is what we predicted by the Mm -hmm. way yep you know rock and roll there uh, one thing that I think is hilarious is, and this is what I heard. And again, I don't know if this is true, but I would not be surprised at all that, uh, Negrand slam was, was the best, uh, like best card in this mage deck, which is hilarious because it's a hunter card. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was like the top rated or most highest win rate percent card in the deck, which is so funny. Um, I think this makes zero impact on wild personally because uh, we don't play this deck in wild, but like, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. Even when I discovered this card in wild, I still never picked it because it just ruined whatever yeah. you were doing. Right. I would, I would never, cause I don't want to end up getting, what's the one card I always hate. I, I, uh, the glacial mysteries. Oh, that's it's the worst card in the game. Why they <laughs> that card. It's the worst card in the game. It's useless. I'll shut up. You know what does it cost? Eight mana. If they if they reduced it, it, it costs eight. It does nothing. What the hell? It's so garbage. I used to get it off of uh, random discovery oh, yeah. stuff all the time. That's that's why I hate it. I used to get it all the time. What would make <laughs> it? What would make it playable? Like if it was like what? Like 
five, six, five. I don't know. Uh, Even then, maybe I not. I don't know. The card just sucks. I don't, I don't know. know. It's like it's, Myster- it's like a worse like Mysterious Challenger does the same thing with a giant body for less yeah. mana, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh gosh. Uh, All right. Well, anyway, so we called this one like on the bat called it which is great mm-hmm. uh next up for paladin is sword of the fallen two mana one three yeah. after your hero attacks cast a secret from your deck we called this one too yeah got it on the dot went from a, yeah, a went from a two mana one three down to a two mana one two um yeah so this is oh by the way sorry before i before i get too ahead of myself I got some packs. I got some packs on like Nerf Nerf Miss Eve. And I yeah. opened a golden deck of lunacy. <laughs> I know. I couldn't believe that. I was I was playing Hearthstone at the time and I just saw popped up in the bottom corner Nate Wolf. Dude <laughs> opened a golden deck of lunacy. I'm like, are you kidding me? On the <laughs> night like- of four <laughs> nerfs. How much you get? Uh, thirty six hundred. <laughs> or thirty two hundred. Thirty sorry, thirty two hundred. Thirty two. Yeah. My my math is Damn. bad. I um, it, you know that was like the one card I was looking for. I thought, hey, you know, maybe. What are the chances? I couldn't believe. Wow. And chat went off. Like my my little text bubbles, and it goes bing, 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 about twenty of them, like all at once, and it was so funny. <laughs> um, and so. It's hilarious. I what you know? What are the chances? But that that was cool. Oh, free some free dust. Anyways, my bad. Back to Sword of Lunacy. So th- again, I'm I'm proud Sword of us. Of oh yeah, that's fine. Sword I mean. of Lunacy. Uh, yeah, Sword of the Fallen. I mean, <laughs> I like, is that a fusion? That's sick. <laughs> that's what it, that's what it should be called. This this card was insane, be. right? Yeah. Sword yeah. Sword of the Fallen. I'm letting my old age show. Jeez. Um, this card was kind of busted ever since we, um, I mean, we, again, we predicted this one was in our like top yep. 10. I think we scored it a four or a five or something absurd. And uh, yep. it was seeing play in this tax paladin list or whatever you want to call it. Aggro tax, death and taxes paladin or whatever. Um, so my question to you guys is, do you think that this is still playable? Um, yes. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I think... I think it still does what you want it to do. Like it's a, you can coin it, you can play it on uh, turn two, like on curve. No matter what, it's still doing its job, right? Like you're, you're gonna get your secret out instantly, and then you're gonna get another one. Sure, you don't get your third, but I still think it. It's a weapon. You get to attack with it, and you get to bring up your uh, pull out your secrets. It thins your deck. I still think it's great. Yeah, there was a list that Nate shared with me. And more often than not, I was playing games where I got to the second sword and by before the nerf by so six durability, you know, by durability five, four, five, six, I was already out of secrets. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, so losing a durability honestly doesn't if they change the mana cost, I'd be like, oh, but it costs two. This this is totally fine. Like this is fine. I'm totally fine. Yeah, you've either played them all or you've drawn some of them. Yeah, that, 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 that so. sick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I I tend to agree with you guys. I think it's still very good. 
Uh, next up is is uh, Jandis Baroff, which we called as well. Uh, oh. Right? <laughs> I, not only did we call when they said rogue nerfs, we we had yeah. predicted this uh, because that's where it was predominantly seeing play. Uh, I mean, we see it in Wild in, in Reno Mage sometimes. Um, and uh, not only did we call it, we also called what the nerf was, which is just awesome. So it went from mm-hmm. five, a five mana 2-1 with a battle cry, summon two random five cost minions uh, to six mana. And uh, I don't think it really changes anything for Wild. Where it was seeing play is in like some Reno Mage decks or like or you play Reno Mage with Luna's Pocket Galaxy and it was seen playing that. And I yeah, don't, so it costs one no matter what. I don't, if you're, I don't know that it changes. It might have been like a, a bronze or a silver Odd Rogue, but I guess yeah, there's that's that. that's true. No, the, it, it, did, it did see some play in Odd Rogue a little bit. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't playing it in mine uh, when I was playing a lot of Odd Rogue, but mine was like super aggressively statted versus this was is kind of a mid-rangey. Um, yeah, I I ran into an odd rogue on EU just because I have a golden one. <laughs> That's the only reason because it was yeah. nice and shiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that it's still playable. I mean, it, it, at least in in mage, it's still playable because it's kind of a slower value based deck. And honestly, if you're playing yeah. Pocket Galaxy, it's going to cost one anyways. So with these, yeah, I think that also playable there. Yeah. Kind of about it. Yeah, I I ended up crafting this one in gold. This reminded me of Edwin, where like I already had it, but I dusted my original, got full dust value for it, and then crafted the gold. And, and it's essentially half cost, right? Because you you just yeah. got the full dust refund. I, I mean, I, maybe that was a waste. I don't know. But anyways, uh, all right. Next up is the uh, Penflinger. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who's the loser now? Right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I sound like a broken record, but we called uh, we called this one too. Uh, I'm not surprised. I think this should have been done a while ago, but now so ago. so it changes now. So the uh, can no longer target uh, heroes. So cannot target the opponent, yep. but you also you also can't target yourself anymore. And so I know that makes somewhat of an impact with Dark Lair. I'm not quite sure how much. Uh, Blue Train says that's still good. Uh, he went what fifteen and three or something with it with Dark Glare, and so maybe it doesn't make that much of an impact. I, I run this personally in Reno Priest, and I I did an OTK uh, last week with Penflinger and Seance, and just ping 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 ping, <laughs> and and not being able to do that anymore. I'm not sure. I I, I mean I will continue to test play it. Um, yeah, I mean, like you, it just at this point you need a body on board to be able to still pull that off, right? Because you, you you can, but you're doing less damage to face. But you'd have to keep cycling your. I don't know. Like I, it it just well, seems like it's nowhere near as good. It's harder now. Yeah, because, I, yeah. I took it out of my deck. So I'm not going to dust it, but I took it out. Yeah, it's tough because sure. I, at least in Reno Priest, like. I would ping face with this and then hero power face, mm-hmm. pull it back. And so, I, I mean, in one turn, you could easily pull five, six, seven damage just from the pen flinger, you know, in yeah. addition to the hero power. And so, eh, it eh, that's just, I'm not going to hey, say, <laughs> right? <laughs> it wasn't me. 
Yeah. When you play two at the same time, like I put my headset on, so when you hear two pen flingers and it, when you're really going APM and they, the voices go over each other and echoes, it just sounds so scary. It's like, hey, loser. It's, just, it's crazy, dude. Like, I'm so glad it doesn't go face anymore. Like, I can breathe down ladder. It, yeah, because that deck it catered, you know, like you said, Glare, uh, Reno Priest. That really made me worried because, like, some decks against Reno Priest, like, you'll, you'll set yourself up and then I'll forget. And then they'll play Penflinger and spells, and it's just over. It's like, oh, they get extra seven damage. Never mind. Yeah, I still Never think mind. I still think Reno Priest is tier one, or if not tier Almost one, then, if not tier one, then top of the tier two. Like it, it, the deck is still insane, especially yeah, dude. That thing is like it's like a, a, a military or a government. You know, you just get soldiers that come in and out every. That yeah. shell is there. That core was, is there. Yeah. It was completely fine before Penflinger existed. It, it was just something else to be more annoying with the deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and now with uh, Fordring Junior as another um, tutor to to draw your Rosler, to draw your um, Reno Jackson or whatever, like the deck is is, yeah. is still very, very, very good. And and yes, I agree a hundred percent. I think that. The nerf to Penflinger hurts uh, Reno Priest a lot more than it does Dark Lair. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we'll see. I mean, this just happens, and so I'm not sure what the long-term impact will be. Especially, like, mm-hmm. I've already... This is the deck I used to hit Legend this month, but, like, uh, I'm not playing a ton of it now, and so I'm not sure. Like, when I'm hardcore grinding ladder, I rely on it more than I do right now, so we'll see. Uh, the other two cards that got nerfed were two out of the three watchtowers. So Farwatch Post was a two mana two four. That's the one that says uh, when your opponent draws a card, it costs one more. Uh, they just reduced the health by one, so it's now a two three. Um, oh, big hit! Yeah, I mean it's definitely easier to to take out now. I think this one was seeing. Yep. Instant play in that Death and Taxes Paladin, where it was like, A, it pulls from Call to Arms, which it still does. Uh, but it was like, this combined with the Nerubian or Nerubar Weblords would make everything cost so much. Like, playing against it as uh, Reno Priest, because everything's got battle cries and stuff. Like, I'm sitting here with my with my 12-mana Reno Jackson, and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Yo, this thing, this thing at three health dies to uh, cards like Flame Imp. Now, this three health is big time. Yeah, yeah. I, now it's interesting. Turn one because, Flame Imp. Mm-hmm, sorry. I think it might still see some play, but I don't know. Um, again, it's kind of early. I, I don't know. I, I think that it was a fair nerve, and I think we had we had uh, guessed that this one might get hit, anyways. Yeah. Uh, the other one is the uh, the middle wa- uh, watch post. It's Morshawn wa- watch post. It's it was previously three mana three five. This is the one where once once your opponent plays a minion, it summons a two two. Uh, it got mm-hmm. nerfed. And it is now three mana three four. So the health got reduced by one on this one as well. And I don't think I know I have not seen this card in wild whatsoever. So I, I don't think that it really affects it from that point of view. And I personally don't feel like it was like busted or anything in standard to begin with. Uh, the, I the, just think it's more fair. Like mm-hmm. it's got a spider tank body now. Yeah. And I mean, maybe yeah. three five just probably was way too much in the first place. So I, I I think it's fine. Yeah, it seems fine to me. I think Nate said it last expansion or one of these expansions. Been on the show for a while now. I can say that finally. 
<laughs> they make the card better at first on purpose. If it's that good, scale it back versus the other way around. So I think it, it you know it was fine at five health, but going down to four, I guess, I guess it makes it more manageable. You can play things like um, you know if you're going first, uh, goody two shields that's got four attack. If you're playing paladin, I know um, bodybuilder's been playing some hand buff, so those cards getting buffed up could take this out. Um, other decks, I'm thinking like. If I'm playing, um, like, that Taunt Warrior I'll, I'll be talking about later, we talk about decks, stuff like that, it can handle two twos, mm-hmm. and then you just wait until you get away to destroy this tower. But the Cabal classes run the game, so so Warlock and Priest would take care of this easily. So Yeah, the I funny guess, like thing is, said, like, yeah. some of these, I, I don't know, they can't attack, so a lot of times I would just ignore them. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's interesting, though, because hysteria, mass hysteria, that type of thing, like, it, the stats do make a difference. Um, I, I've had people, you know, uh, well, especially playing as police, priest and warlock, where someone plays this, and I just leave it there for a little while, while I'm digging for my my spells or my combos or whatever, and then I use a hysteria on it and just let the, the watchtower mm-hmm. kill the rest of the board. So, yeah. I mean... I I don't know. I I don't feel like the nerfs really impact these towers. Like they're fine, whatever. Uh, anyways, the so the other thing that happened with this uh, patch was that there was a whole bunch of bug fixes. There was like two full pages of like fine print bug fixes, which was interesting. The one big one that uh, affected Wild was a change to uh, Wildfire. So that was that's the card that says your hero power uh, for, for mage that says that your hero power now deals one more. You could play it twice. And so we had questioned early on in the review show, hey, uh, how does this affect Frostlitch Jaina? And then it was reported to us that, hey, if you play it early on and then you play Frostlitch Jaina, the effect carries over. And By me. I made the video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I traded with Schmoopy Daddy. I put in Discord. I tried it myself. It was great. Sorry, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah. So someone, someone this past week posted on Twitter, "Hey, Wildfire doesn't carry over to the Jaina Hero Power after the patch," and they were uh, sad about it. And so I reached out to the devs, uh, Celestalon and, and Alec Dawson, and asked, "Hey, was this intentional? Um, hey, this isn't like an overpowered thing in Wild, but like it's fringe playable, and it was kind of everyone thought it was kind of a cool uh, interaction. Cool. And uh, they responded and said that uh, yes, it was intended, which was then followed by an intense like spew of vitriol by uh, the Wild community. It was very bent out of shape about the whole thing, uh, and so. Uh, Rotted Zombie asked, hey, can I ask for the philosophy behind the change? Um, and uh, and then a, a tangential follow-up, does this apply to Justicar Trueheart? Um, and, and then compared it to Raza, hey, when you play Raza, your hero power stays free the rest of the game, no matter if you play a card, a hero card like Anduin or Jaraxxus. Um, and and the, the response was that... Um, the way that this card works is there's a there's a distinction between it changing now or it changing for the rest of the game. And so that's where uh, they said it was intended, which is a little bit sad to me. I, I don't see the, yeah, the reason for it, but that was intended. And so 
when you take a look at like say Raza for example says hey your hero power costs zero the rest of the game or you take a, a look at um the paladin legendary um the the one that makes your uh silver knights um have divine shield the rest of the game whatever it's called the demon oh L- lothraxian lothraxian that's right that's right so mm-hmm. and, and that card says hey your silver hand recruits have divine shield the rest of the game and so this card specifically they said hey look if we wanted it to be for the rest of the game we would have added that tag your hero power is plus one the rest of the game and we didn't do that now so you know and then everybody got mad saying hey why did you nerf this card and they the response was hey we didn't nerf it we we fixed it to do what it was intended to do and um what it was intended to do was uh, like a temporary or was a hey your hero power costs one uh, or your hero power deals one extra damage um now do i think this was unnecessary personally like yeah like unnecessary there are is is uh the amazing reno even in standard anymore i don't even know um nope he's from galakarn's awakening yeah so yeah so why does it matter i guess is my question like i understand and i'm i'm fine with the idea that hey we didn't nerf this card okay we we just we updated it to be working as intended what I'm sad about is that what was intended sucks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sucks. Like that's, that's my issue. So everyone's screaming about, Hey, can we get a dust refund or saying, Hey, um, this, you know, uh, Oh, why'd you nerf no, it? Oh, uh, like, you know, like, okay. I, so I understand. No, I don't, I don't want dust. Nah. I understand the rationale and I don't like it personally. I don't like it when, when people like flame the devs, I, I don't think that that helps anything. Uh, Definitely not. It, you know, it's, it's the person going, Hey, I want to talk to the manager. I hate you guys. You guys are all awful. Uh, and mm-hmm. like, do what I'm asking you to do. Like that's not, it doesn't work for these guys, you know? Yeah. That's why I specifically, like once you asked the question and we got our answer there, there was like some people that were quite upset. Oh, and yes. so I, I specifically, just went on and said like thank you to Celestia just for answering because like I really appreciate it when we when we like we got an answer real quick on that right mm-hmm. and so yeah. I just wanted to like make a point of thanking him for for, for giving it out because there's other comments like what the heck <laughs> like all mad they're not gonna want to answer if people are just yelling at him all the time right so. yeah I mean you know, just- where, where it hurts for someone like me for the people who like. So we did this review show, and then the idea of having your hero power be two damage from turn two, potentially up until turn nine, going into the new hero power was very cool. It felt very like, I don't know how I should describe it. It's like I'm scaling up. Mm-hmm. But now it feels like if I do it, pri- if I do it prior, I'm starting all over. So yeah. for me, it's tough to even want to play that style because of how wild it's built. I don't want to have to fend off crazy, insane stuff for nine, ten turns and then play Wildfire and then get this idea going. I wanted to play Wildfire during those nine turns while I'm fending off stuff. Go Mm -hmm. Jaina, go off. 
So yeah. I understand they made the change. It is what it is. We're going past it. Just wanted to wait till I got to the podcast to say that I'm also a person who's sad because that just seemed cool in a format where there's so many random things you can do. That seems like a long setup. I don't get why I even take it away. But it is what it is. It just sucks. Yeah, I'm disappointed because I I mean the worst part of it to me is that this is like a tier four deck in wild. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I won't lie. Like I've I've lost to it primarily. You know, you start going late game, and the Jaina is generating um, elementals with life steal. Hey, that's pretty strong. Yeah. Or uh, Mordrush yeah. does ten damage to everything. You know, wipe your whole board and kill you, kill your face for ten. Mm. Uh, it I, I've lost to it. Um, it seems fun. It seems like tier three, tier four, like not super great, but it was fun. And so that what I don't understand is like, why, why bother? Like who wasn't hurting anybody? Right. Like I could see when, when something is now is like a tier one deck and it's becoming problematic, like, okay, okay. Makes sense. But this was like, it wasn't hurting anybody and it got, you know, destroyed anyway. Now so so my question for the devs really would be like, okay, I, I understand the rationale that it wasn't working as intended, so you fixed it to be working as intended. The question then is why why was it not your hero power does one extra damage for the rest of the game in the first place? Like Yeah. Yeah. Why wasn't it the cooler version of itself? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like Yoink is a thing, I guess. Like, who cares? I, it just doesn't seem. I like. I don't know. It, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. I, I. I. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's no point in like talking circles around it. It, it is what it is. I thought it was worth bringing up, but it's kind of uh, sad to me that our our poor little tier three, tier four elemental. <laughs> even mage deck or whatever is like now has one less card because right are you, you're not gonna sit on wildfire until you play Jaina and then play it like yeah they're just dead draws right you get those early in the game you're just sad yeah man Damn. yeah anyways we pour, pour one out for our friend wildfire and move on i guess but it is what it is. Uh, one thing that I thought was interesting, they, they announced later, um, hey, because they nerfed these two watchtowers, people were asking, hey, what about Cargol? Uh, Cargol Battle Scar, it's the legendary 7-mana 5-5 five, five with the battle cry summon a 5-5 five, five lookout for each watch post you've played this game. And the question was, hey, if you're nerfing these watch posts, why wouldn't you like offer dust for this guy too because if we're not going to play this anymore like they, they directly impacted this card and I, I was surprised and happy that the team actually responded very quickly and said hey you know what uh we'll give you a full dust refund for it if you guys want to dust it um and i i was super frustrated when i saw this because i was waiting until the nerfs were live to go and dust my extras and I had opened a golden one. This was like, this dude was one of my free legendaries from oh, day one. Nice. And I, when I first opened, I was like, of all the cards, like, why did I get this one? I don't want this one. But I had it in gold, whatever, I'll keep it. Um, and I opened a, a non-gold in a pack later. 
And so I dusted it and then they released this and I was like, dude, I just dusted it. Like I, I, when I, mean, I just hosed and then I reread it and it said, Hey, uh, in the days following the hot fix compensation will go out for players who dusted cargo after the 20.0.2 patch notes were published. Uh, and then I opened up Hearthstone just before the show tonight and bam, 1200 dust. So, Hey, that's cool. So that I, that's cool that they did that. Um, did they go. I can't remember now. Did did the same thing happen for Mechjanir Thermoplug? You know that summons a Lepernome when Lepernomes were nerfed. Oh, I don't recall. Neither do I. But if it didn't happen, let's get our dust. <laughs> that's funny i don't think that it did but i don't recall the yeah, funny, the funny yeah. thing you know you know why probably because it's wild only and no one was playing it anyways uh but yeah. i feel you i feel you there so I, I don't know um i don't think that this really impacts wild aside from being brief news so i'm just going to move on unless you guys have anything else you want to chat about no, nah. uh, I'm good. All right. Good. So in continuing on in the news, there is a uh, another invitational, Hearthstone Invitational. So April 21, uh, coming up next week, that is next Wednesday at 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific time, there is uh, an invitational where Hearthstone is bringing on streamers to do uh, challenges or, or whatever. Um what uh so let's see here i thought this was kind of funny right because we've got um when they first announced this they go hey uh hey 20 hearthstone streamers will compete for a prize pool of hundred thousand dollars on april 21 and then the part that i was excited about uh it said watch and earn up to two fortune the baron's card packs with twitch drops and i was like oh heck yeah i'm just gonna put it on in the background and get my my free packs which too awesome and on twitch right <laughs> and then a couple hours later, they reposted it, pulled out the Twitch drops, and then re- and then oh. put, and then put in the fi- <laughs> in like a follow up tweet. Tweet a previous version of this tweet stated that there would be drops for the invitational. While there are drops planned for the future, there will be no drops for this event. Sorry for the mix up. <laughs> yeah, yoink. <laughs> right. So guess who's not watching anymore. <laughs> everybody who saw the first tweet i so i mean i never was a super big fan of these anyways and my continuing complaint will be the representation is terrible right so 20 20 players two two of them are women okay so so right there that makes me unhappy i I think that that's Mm -hmm. poor hey mike how many people of color did you see on there by the way <clears throat> um yeah hmm. Hmm. some something is <clears throat> glaringly missing uh when i look at this and so it, it's just frustrating to me i think that like okay come on uh do better this is 2021 like yeah now it, it it's one thing i feel like i say this every time they do this and i will keep beating that dead horse but it's one thing when you have a competition right when we've got grandmasters and you have mm-hmm. to score super high to get an invite to go to this, and it's based yeah. on it's based on your, um, you know your, ter- your your 
progress in a tournament or your, your standing or your, your, your ranks, your ladder placement or whatever, like, okay, you earned that. This is different when you, when invitational means that you're inviting people to come on. And so it's voluntary. Like you could choose anybody. It doesn't matter. Literally if choose anybody. Right. And so yep. like when you pick a bunch of white dudes, like, what does that say? Especially, yeah. especially when like core tenants are inclusivity, like, okay, y- you know, practice what you preach. It's embarrassing for me. And so I, I feel zero, like, I-, I feel not compelled to support this event personally. Um, I don't know. It- it- it's frustrating to me. I-, I don't really have much else to say on it, but like, Harsley, I got, I got like something. grow up, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike, please preach. So, um, great tweet I saw it today. I, I agree with every single word here from Sun Glitters. Are you guys familiar with her? Oh yeah. Yep. So a lot of people are familiar with uh, Sun Glitters. So let me read her tweet word for word. She says, you know, like when I read one more time how great the Hearthstone community is, I'll lose my mind. Pathra gone, Hafu gone, most women I talk to having terrible experiences and are close to quitting. Having to justify your existence and or skill every single day based on your identity is not great. Representation is so important for the overall health of the community. Um, last June, one out of 20, there's one woman, Celissa got in last second because they needed a replacement. And Sun Glitter says, look how well, oh, look how well she's doing since then. Of course, she has to put in the time, the hustle and the hard work. But given the opportunity and the platform, all that mixed together, she can create something like what she's created now. So I fully agree with Sun Glitters here when She's pointing out that th- they they just don't care. Look at the people they invite because that's what they think they need to portray to have out there to to have more money and grow their scene. But they don't realize there are way more people than what they choose to invite for the representation. I'm with Nate when he says if you have to play and have earning lifetime earnings and points to get into a grandmasters program, sure. But when you have the quote unquote fun part of the company where you guys throw invites and fun little events. This is where <clears throat> you select people who look different, who have communities, to bring them to your event so then you can actually tap into their communities and grow there. <clears throat> See, I come from doing my own kind of networking. I know how to how to grow a page, how to grow a brand, how to help people out. I don't know what they're doing here when they invite the same people over and over and over. Yes, they're going to make money because it's a game. Yes, they're going to make money. It's popular. What I'm talking about <clears throat> is next level thinking. How come you guys haven't tapped into the mindset into how to make more money? There are more people out there than what you're portraying here when you mm-hmm. do these invites. There's so many, so many more people. I could go on for two hours about this, but I just wanted to wait until this moment to say shout out to Sun Glitters and shout out to Salissa. Salissa had a stream today. She basically had a TED talk on her stream and she went off and she let she clapped these people. She let everybody know, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is not cool. I'm glad she's speaking her mind. I've always spoke my mind. I've always vouched to have equality not just for people who look like me, but also for women. Two, three years ago when I was doing the Unite Hearthstone League, the first initiative I had was to make season three to have 
half men, half women. You can ask Taylor. You can ask Dr. Evil. Um, you could ask Dragon Rider. I tried to get her back then, but she was busy. That's no problem. You could ask Audrey Kills. You could ask Ziggy Sarah. Steffi. I can go down the line. Yeah. I have so many. I yeah. have so many messages and DMs. I will go off about equality when it comes to women. You can ask. Um, like, like I said, I can go off about that. And look at our tournament now. We had plenty of people in the tournament that are women. We were very inclusive to everybody. We didn't shun anybody away. And look at our finalists. Our finals have have a, a man and a woman in it. That. Where do you see that in any other tournament? Let, let me stop myself because I will just keep going and make this this podcast three hours. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm super super energized about this this topic. It's messed up. This is this is the event where they get to handpick people. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, I, 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 they can. There's so many people out there that um, they could pick to represent different communities that have smaller streams, and they this could be a chance to help them grow. You know, like when they just got nothing against Firebat, right? But white male that's been on the front cover the whole time, right? Like you 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 could pick anybody. Anybody. Like there's there's just so many people and it, it's just disappointing to see over and over again because the confusing part for me is they hear this every single time there's an every invitational and there's just like a, a cry out every time from the community saying the exact same thing. And then it seems to happen the next time or two times later or whatever it is. It just continues to happen, which is a little strange that it doesn't feel like they've listened and learned their lesson at all. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? And it's not necessarily about taking somebody who is like top tier in, in whatever and sticking them on this. I think, you know, someone had made the point of, um, you know, and look, I'm a middle-aged white dude. Okay. So take my opinion with a grain of salt because I don't, I don't have a good perspective on this, but I appreciate the sentiment is that, Hey, you know, you don't need to take uh, a woman who has a pre-established like, you know, some giant community or whatever. Uh, it's difficult to, uh, get women playing the game in the first place. And I think mm -hmm. part of it has to do with at least for, this is based on what I've read on Twitter today uh, was, was different women saying, look, um, it, all, if you had more women competing, then it would make more women want to play where it, it, it's it then would appear like, Hey, there's more people playing that, that are like me. Hey, um, there's more people playing like me so I can feel represented where, um, rather, you know, you look at it and the question is like, Oh, how come it's all guys? Um, and yeah, you know, like if it, so it doesn't even have to be like, all you have to do is say, um, it's interesting. Wicked Good posted something on Twitter earlier today t talking about his little girl way back when watching a, a Hearthstone tournament. And he said that she had made two observations in watching this tournament. Number one was that Emperor Thorison was in every single deck. And number two was that there were no girls playing. And, mm. and mm. you know, how come, Dad? And this is she's six years old or nine years old or whatever it was. And, and like... I guess the point is, and I'm I'm flubbing all over this because I'm not quite sure how to say it, but like, I agree. I, I think if if you you get something like this, um, 
what is a way to get more women engagement, uh, have more women feel welcome, have more women play the game? Well, maybe if you invite them to play in your invitational tournament, then like, hello. Yeah. I, I mean, is that like basic logic one on one to me? I mean, it's it, it's so simple. I am honestly, I don't know what, what 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 word should I use? Is it befuddled? It's a word that is so rare to me. I wouldn't even use. I don't even know. I'm just so I, confused or confuddled. I don't be, know what word it is. I don't understand. Befuddled, flabbergasted. Yes. Okay. Yes. Flabbergasted. Yeah. There it is. Boom. <laughs> Flabbergasted. Bro, bro, I'm looking at this image. Okay, so, all right, real, real, real quick. Gobbledy. Um, what if they didn't invite but they couldn't make it? Then that's when you find someone who looks just like them and you, you, you just keep going down that line. So, <clears throat> looking at this event. Well, they have to, yeah, they have to prep these, has, like, way in advance, you know, so. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so the people who are doing these events have the time to do that. Uh, I'm never going to get off their, a, their behind on this. So four teams and four players on each team. So split it in, in the middle. You make eight people because you want to have names and have, you know, it be popular. So get your eight popular people. And if you're always going to do these events, the other two teams can have the smaller content creators that are on the rise. And then that's where you as the company can now have this section on your YouTube where it's like, oh, on, on the rise creators. And then you can make money off of that and have all kind of videos there. And then this also creates platform for people. This caught my eye. Swaybe and Brookworm. Out of nowhere, it was to me. It's not that not that they're out of nowhere. This day came out of nowhere. I saw them on on the on the client on the browser. Like I saw Swaybe and I saw Brookworm, and I was like, damn, and, you know, like rid rid ridiculous hat. Look how much he's taken the opportunity and flipped it. He don't got a stream. He's a very smart individual. He's taken that platform and done so much stuff with it since then look at this guy since last august i'm just mm -hmm. saying that they could take eight people out of this out of this field and make them smaller content creators every time they do this event and give these people a chance to use that platform and here's your chance either you flip it or you don't and just invite the other half to be the popular ones it's not that difficult yeah uh, check this out i and i agree with you and i i love seeing people up on the that were maybe you know, still great streamers, but maybe lesser known. I, I mean, I love seeing Hat on there. I love seeing um, Raffle on there or seeing Brookworm on there. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. When I saw Brook, I was like, okay. I was like, yo, I was like, let's what, go, what, man. Like, and cool. I'll, I'll be honest with you, with what really kills me also is that they when they keep bringing back people who, like, don't play. Like, dude, Crip, Crip doesn't play. Or when he does, like, okay, yeah. play some Battlegrounds. Like, okay. Yeah, oh, but I like, watch the stream. He even says it. He even missed it, yo. He be admitting it. <laughs> so, but check this out. So, Salissa posted this on Twitter earlier today. For those of you listening, like, uh, okay, I, I, I should start saying this at the very beginning of each episode, and I will try to get better at that. I highly encourage you to either watch this live or watch the YouTube version of it as opposed to the audio, because we've got graphics up on the screen that we refer to when, when we're talking. And you will get much more out of the show. Um, okay, that being said, there's a graphic on the screen now. Salissa posted this earlier today um, of the uh, six large events that Hearthstone did over the past two years. So 2020 and 2021. Uh, list of main Hearthstone events and how many women were invited. So check this out. Uh, okay, event number one, April 21st of... Oh, let's... Uh, April 21, 
tw- uh, that's next week. This Hearthstone Invitational. Uh, out of twenty people, two girls invited. Um, uh, event number two: BlizzCon Line Battlegrounds, uh, February 19, twenty twenty one. Uh, one out of eight females. Event three: Dark Moon Duel Fest, November twenty fourth, twenty twenty. Out of twenty four, there was two women. Event number four: Scalamance Invitational, August eighteen, twenty twenty. Out of twenty participants, two were girls. Uh, the next one, uh, Hearthstone Battlegrounds Brawl, June 23rd, 2020. Out of 16 people, two. Uh, and the final one, April 21, uh, 2020, Outlands Invitational. Again, out of um, 20 participants, there were three. And yeah. again, I, I believe, I don't remember Ridiculous. which... I don't remember which event it was, but there was one where Slissa was invited like the day before, super last minute. And I think it yeah. was it was because I, I could be wrong on this, so maybe I shouldn't even say, but I think it was when Amaz was on the list and then he got yoinked because there were allegations uh, made against him and they subbed Slissa in at the last minute. Yeah. Um, I, I could be wrong, but I think that's what it was. And so it's, it's like, look, I, I mean, does it get any clearer than that? That's just dumb. Okay. And, and does it need to be 50% like well, optimally? Uh, but like, yeah. it doesn't even look like yeah. they're trying, like even add, trying. like, okay. If you added three, four, five more, like that would speak volumes. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. even saying half. It doesn't have to be 10 out of 20. It could be six out of 20. It could be eight out of 20, but like two. And, yeah, and, that's, bro. <laughs> you know like what? My kid came home with homework and he had 11 problems to uh, complete and he did two are you kidding me <laughs> get, your, get your behind back to the kitchen table and finish the rest of this <laughs> like oh. yo all right here's, here's my last part so if they had the right people and then they started this idea years ago they can still start now it's never too late you start bringing in smaller content creators that are women mm-hmm. so that four years from now when you had invitationals you won't get pinned by guys like me who say, congrats to Salissa, Ali, and Aveline, but why do you keep inviting the same people? Why do you not try to find other women out there and try to help or try to make a platform for women to try to get some more fame or some side effect? When your energy just goes to inviting the same people, that's where you got me gassed up. And it's like, yo, I'm not knocking women that are getting invites. I'm mm-hmm. commending them. I'm knocking the people that are not even looking to get other people or try to build some program or a platform for other people to get seen. It's like when they used to do those tours and, um, you know, in between the matches, they had these little recorded videos with TJ or Frodan and they interview people and they would just like have people who are not or who are not yet known become known. Why can't that that platform exist? And then why can't women tap into that? That's yeah. all I got to say on that. Yeah. Uh, I've got one example I would just like to give from my household alone. My wife has watched me play this game for six years now, and uh, she knows what the game is. She doesn't know a lot about it. She sees it as a little intimidating. Mm-hmm. I've tried to get her to play it, and she says, oh, it looks complicated, you know, kind of thing. So she has never really touched the game. The only time she was glued to the screen was when there was uh, Worlds and Layun was on camera. 
Exactly. And, exactly. Yeah, she earned her way there. This was not an invitational, but she earned her way there, made her way to the top, and my wife was glued. Everybody. I and, wanted to and, bring that up, though. Yeah. And the ceremony at the end and the speech that was being translated and everything, that's when my wife was watching. Right? Because she saw somebody, a girl like her on TV. That's what she was looking at. And, and that's what got her engaged. What floors me is you would think that with a recent world champion being a woman, like, you know, they named a card after her. Like, yeah. well, like <clears throat> wouldn't you think, like, I don't know. Okay, I, I work in the legal field. I'm used to this, like, old boys club. These old mm. old lawyers with their blue jackets with the gold buttons on them. Like, dude, I, I know. Yeah. I know. I know that. And it's I've seen it changing over time. I, I do, but like, and, and this is a different field that is very slow to move. But do you think in esports, like, come on, uh, like, mm-hmm. who are we kidding? This is a bunch of like millennials running this stuff. And you guys can't figure it out. You guys are stupid. I'm sorry. Like, for real, man. I, I mean, that's this is. No, I I, I'm with you. I ride your coattail because this this career field is very new age compared to things that existed before. So the people that are doing this career are very technology based. So they're old, you know, grumpy people who don't like technology. And the people who are doing this do like technology. So why can you not include women? Why is it so hard for you? So are you like descendants of the people who don't like women who are grumpy in other career fields? Like it's it's so effing lame. Like I really could just go off, man. It's it's sickening because me having a daughter who likes to play video games who might want to be in a field like this, knowing the stuff that happens here. It's like, I feel like I have to say things to help try make a change before she even gets to the internet in that sense of, you know, using Discord and playing video games and networking. Because, like, we have to say something because this is, like, an online card shop. We're not going to a card shop in person. If this was in person, everybody around the shop would say certain things and make their opinion to have things change in the shop. I've been in a car shop like that where like you can actually be a member in the shop and have things change positively. But like this being online, we all got to say and use our voice while we can. Well, Otherwise, nothing will ever change. And I feel like, look, we, we have a platform. I don't know how big it is, you know, but are there some people watching and listening to this? Yes. And like, I, I, I feel obligated to speak my mind on this because this is serious business and, and it's not a difficult concept. I mean, I guess I, I want to stop before this turns into a 12-hour show, but, like, <laughs> do better. That's all I got to say. I, you know, Dean did, his AM, D, Dean did his AMA last week, and it, it was funny because it was on a Friday, like, during our show instead of on his normal Wednesday. And so I asked a question, and I was half-joking and half-serious, and I said, hey, is it some intern's job over at Blizzard to, like, listen to all the Hearthstone podcasts and report back to you guys what we say? And he responded, and and he said, actually, that kind of sounds like what our like uh, community manager position kind of does part time. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh, that's funny. I hope you guys are listening to this. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not trying to be. Uh, I'm not saying that this is unforgivable. I'm not saying that you guys are horrible people. I'm just saying do better. That's it. That's it. It's a it's a very easy concept. That's it. Yeah, we obviously all love the game. We're doing a podcast about it, and we just want. 
I mean, the the game that we love so much to just to do the right thing and um, support the community and all different sorts of types of people in the community. I would love to feel the same way about the game in seven years that I have pl- I've felt for the past seven years instead of like going forward and be like, oh man, they didn't really turn inclusive. They just kind of, you know, were shunning people and making people feel bad. And when people feel bad, they didn't really do anything about it. So like, I would hope, like Nate said, not not, not Nate, uh, XR said, they're a small uh, little community team. You know, if you guys are listening, we're saying this stuff because we do care. If we didn't, we'd be doing what some other shows do and be talking about other video games. So I'll leave right. it at that. For those people listening or watching, if you're looking for women Hearthstone players to follow, especially Wild, I, I just want to shout out a couple people real quick. Dr. Evil, Brookworm, Cthulhuun, um, uh, who else? Who else? And we've had people on the show. Smudge is probably the best Kingsbane Bane player in the world. Yeah, I was going to say Chloe, yeah. Sway uh, Bay. Right? There's there's lots and lots of people. Um, Dragon Rider. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And so, um, you know, and it always makes me sad when there are really good people and then they don't play anymore. Uh, I was good friends with Chai. Uh, Chai T Latte used to play a lot. We she had played in our um, Into the Wild series way back when, and like she doesn't even play the game anymore. At least not that oh, I'm aware yeah. of. And so it's sad when that type of thing happens. Um, Especially when um, I've known some women Hearthstone players who were like very very good and like admitted I have no problem admitting it way better at me way, way better than me at the game and like watching them play is just like it's amazing and like. Based on social interactions, they stop playing. Not based on like you know skill level. It's because of someone made them feel salty consistently, unnecessarily, and it's sad that you lose skilled players because of social interaction. That wouldn't yeah. happen if it was in person. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's the internet, and some people who are cowards can hide behind keyboards and screens. Right. But good shout that out everybody from the badass woman Hearthstone Discord. Yeah. Oh, Brooke, uh, Brooke all amazing players. Well. And uh, uh, obviously, a shout out to Toast the Badger. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. Anyways, uh, let's 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 move on. <laughs> I feel like ending the show now. <laughs> Rant over, right? No, no, it's it's good to like give them representation because where else are the women in the community gonna get it? Just like Celissa and Sunglares were saying on Twitter, like. Solissa was saying she's not going to stop because how, how else will they get represent, representation? Yeah. So I know we didn't plan this segment, but I feel like it's good to at least give them that. Yeah. Like yeah. They play the game. We all play the game. It's just a video game. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, a little bit more news. Jumping back into it. There is currently a bundle going on called the Crossroads Bundle. If anyone's Ooh. interested, it costs 20 bucks. Uh comes with two two legendaries um, uh, from Forge and the Barons, as well as five packs times four of each of the standard sets. So Forge and the Barons, Darkmoon, Ferris, Golomance, and Ashes of Outlands. So pretty good value. Uh, 20 packs, two legends for 20 bucks is good. Yep. I, uh, yeah. not, in addition to the two legendaries you get, I actually opened two more legendaries. So I got four out of this. Ooh. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was sweet. It's definitely yeah, so. a good catch up uh, and it's a good, it's a good value. Um, 
And, and honestly, if nothing else, uh, for me personally, I and I admittedly kind of a whale in this game. Um, it's great dust value, e- even if you've got the cards. Like it's it's uh, basically a dollar a pack plus two free legends, and that's cheaper than mm-hmm. it is in the store. So it's a it's okay. well worth your money. Um, so yeah, I don't remember. I oh, I pulled a golden keymaster alabaster. I think from this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I'll. Ever, I'm not sure if I'll ever play it. But hey, I'm not complaining. Uh, hey, golden gold golden legends are. I, I got the other golden cards are awesome. Right. You want to play keymaster alabaster, and then you want to play glide, but you got to outcast it. Ooh. Ooh, all right. Good, good, good luck, though. Good that, luck. That sounds like a that sounds like a weekly challenge. <laughs> yeah. I thought about it one day. I was like, I can't pull this off, and I never tried it. I've yeah. never tried it. That's but right. uh, it seems that uh, Baron's Claws has come by and dropped me a gift. So uh, I'll be opening my twenty packs after. So uh, <laughs> thanks, Nate. <laughs> yeah. Nice, I'm nice. Excited. Hey, awesome. for, for those of you guys that don't have it yet, uh, Anoyotron Sir Anoyo is is back in the shop. Uh, hero power for paladin or hero portrait for paladin rather uh it costs 10 bucks which is very expensive annoying oh oh. Uh, yeah Uh, hello (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't know man that seems like pretty expensive for a annoying hero portrait that doesn't do like there's no card back that goes with it. There's nothing. It's just yeah. That's expensive. I mean, I have it. I got it way back in the day, and I don't even remember. I I forget how we got it in the first place. I just remember it was one of those for a short period of time. But it's definitely annoying. I don't think I paid ten bucks for it, but I could have. I really don't remember. I got it a long time ago. Uh, the other thing that's in the shop is the goblins card back, which I did not have. This is way back from GVG. Um, mm-hmm. and I did not have it, so I, I picked this one up. Um, I like the card bags, it's kind of cool. Oh, he's yeah, part I'm- of a bundle or something, yeah. So, I, I don't know, Th- this one was cool for me. It is what it is. I, I like that they bring this stuff back. Someone was saying that it would be cool if you got Sir Anoyo as, as a like an achievement, like, hey, you did the um, was it get lethal with an Anoyo? Uh, oh, you know, that would be a cool way of getting it that, that you would Couldn't like get this or something. That's I don't cool. know. Well, that would make me do them, I guess. But we will add rewards to the achievements at some point. That'd be neat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then today, um, no, I'm sorry. Yesterday they posted this. Now the funny thing is they posted it halfway through the day, but uh, they they said that um, hey for you know PSA it's Nazdormu Day starting today the 15th of each month will henceforth be known as Nazdormu Day. If you love Nazdormu, put him in your deck for some high-speed games. So why is it the 15th? It's because Nazdormu makes each player's turn only 15 seconds long. So uh, it's fun. That's fun. Oh. I know Ben was okay, complaining. Sorry. Like, Nate, Nate, Hydrate. You, you, sorry. Mike's very excited about something. <laughs> this sounds very much because the, the way Nate said it so beautiful. It was posted like halfway through the day. Please tell me this doesn't feel like this. Sitting around, like cracking a beer, like I got an idea. Hey, boss, what do you think of this? Fifteenth of month. Let's call it Norris Dormer Day. Let's get something going around here. Here's a graphic. Hell yeah! Cheers. A little Skype call. Clink your beers. Boom. I know they don't drink on the job. I'm just talking trash. And then boom. 
like, <laughs> I feel like such a spur of the moment idea. I'm not knocking for it. Cool, get it going. But I was like, this is so random. But okay, I, I guess maybe it'll get the initiative going. I don't know, but have you guys played this card? I forgot about it. You know what? I, I, I stuck it in in a deck for a couple of rounds, but like, I I've not really messed around with it. What's funny is Ben uh, Ben Hearthstone has been he like there's an achievement to what is it to like win 500 games with Nazdormer the Endless in your deck? What? And <laughs> you don't have to have, but he said out of so far, I don't know what he's at. He's at like 300 or something like that. He wow. said he said so far I think it's like one or two people have have also had it. so if you're not familiar the one of the complaints about the old Nazdormu was that it it could break the game where animation speeds would overlap with the short turn and skip your opponent's turn yada yada. And so mm-hmm. this this was one that they had tweaked with the new core set that everyone got for free and the way that the new Nazdormu reads is that if both players have it in their deck then turns only uh, are 15 seconds. And so the you know he's been looking for an opponent to have this in their deck as well, and out of like three hundred people or something, there's been two. It's like okay, I, I still firmly believe that releasing the core set at like the same time as the expansion was a mistake because nobody cares about the core set cards; they all want to play with the expansion cards, with the Big exception mistake, with the exception of a couple that are super busted, like. Uh, what is it? Talon Fordring and, and a couple others that mm-hmm. like, okay. Um, mm-hmm. And the new Alex Draza seems pretty good. And yeah, Alex for sure. Uh, there's a couple, but like, okay, I don't know, but I agree with you, Mike. It's pretty funny, right? Like I could see it happening at my work. Like, Hey, uh, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like three o'clock on Thursday afternoon. Everyone's sitting around like mm-hmm. ready to ready mm-hmm. to leave. Like, ah, eh, what should we do? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the fifteenth. You know, a lot of people get paid every two weeks, right? It's like, oh, it's halfway through the month. Uh, hey, I got this idea. What if? And someone goes like, like it is if one of my people brought me that, I'd be like, hmm, I love it. Do it. Uh, <laughs> but but it's three o'clock. You think we should wait until next month? Nah, do it right now. Hurry up! You yep. got fifteen seconds. <laughs> it's, it's bad we didn't like. You have fifteen seconds. 15 they didn't seconds. have enough time to uh, in that fifteen seconds to maybe code in, give it plus one, plus one, just to make people want to put it in or something, oh, <laughs> make it geez. a better card, right? That's pretty <laughs> funny. I don't know. It's funny. We'll see if anyone actually does it. I my recommendation is hey, you got to so late in the day, and like, dude, three o'clock my time. That's like six p.m. Eastern. I mean, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I was like, when I saw the tweet, I was like, what? Uh, okay. I, Somebody uh, sipping something. I was like, what? This is so random. <laughs> yeah. So, what are the, and like, does your main player base actually have Twitter? Like, are they going to see that in time? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't follow. <laughs> the tweet follow. has 18 minute shelf life. I don't know. At that time of the day, I'm like, what's your algorithm? Anyway, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't use Facebook, and, and I mean, it's uh, cool. It's definitely cool. Like, I like the idea. I guess maybe next month there'll be some hype uh, leading up to it. People will know. Hey, that's. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I'm I'm down to try it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's it. That's it for the news. That's it for the news. I think um, 
wanted to do something a little bit differently and chat about, we don't have a guest tonight. I wanted to chat a little bit about like a meta discussion and see what y'all were seeing on ladder. Um, I think for me personally, I'm so I'm, I'm like, I've let my rank decline in, uh, in legend. I'm sitting at right around like 1000 right now. Um, and I logged in, played a few games. I wanted to test out a couple of things. Uh, and, and like all I'm seeing is, is like either flame waker mage or Mozaki mage. That's like 90% Mm -hmm. of what I'm seeing, but it's Mm -hmm. just, it feels like a small sample size. A lot of people are trying it. The deck feels insanely strong. And so it, it made me want to switch over, uh, to playing pirate warrior of all things, because, uh, super, (laughs) super fast aggro deck seems to be like what beats it. But if you're trying to play something slow, you're just going to die. Um, so I was curious to see if how my experience matched up with, with you guys. Um, yeah, meta discussion. I, I agree. Um, so I kind of did the same thing. I wanted to try different decks out besides big priest. Um, so my ranks with the intention to try different decks have slid back. So, Hey, Nate, I'm right in your ballpark around 900 1000 area. Um, I have seen a lot of Mizaki mage. So I had built some decks with, you know, with dirty rats and taunt warriors, <clears throat> Get a lot of emotes from requests after. <laughs> just, just ignore it and keep playing, but it's all good. Aside from that, another deck that I've been seeing, um, actually more than that, uh, has been this new. It's not new. It's the same idea. It's a Togwaggle Druid. They just have a different way to play it. Um, but I've been seeing a lot of Togwaggle Druid. Hmm. So whenever I queue into Druid, it's only been that deck. So after like the third time. I knew what I was in for, so like it's like a race to try to get what I need to get done before they play Celestial Alignment, and then we go back to zero mana on my turn and get the one mana. So I've been seeing a lot of that deck. Um, um, people like to draw their deck out, um, and they get that you know High Baron Togwaggle down, give you the King's Treasure, play Azalina, then they copy it, so they lock you in. Whenever you play the treasure, they play theirs, and then it's a wrap. So Togwaggle Drew are definitely out there for me. What about you, Nigel? That's interesting. Well, let me, sorry, let me chime in. When you're talking about, when you're talking about Druid a little bit, just because I I saw some as well. And I think that, uh, so if we go back to like last week, pre-nerf, and probably still after the nerves, a lot of this like Death and Taxes Paladin with, I mean, just basically like an aggro Paladin with uh, these cards, um, the uh, the towers and the web lords that make your opponent's cards cost more, and then with call to arms pulls all this stuff, and, and then it's got the sword, so you've got secrets and oh my yog making it difficult for your opponent to do anything, and then you you slam a, a crab rider and buff it, and your opponent can't remove it. Deck felt mm-hmm. really strong. I I think part of the resurgence of the druid was just that a it it can beat this. I mean, a look, okay. Poison Seeds is a card. You've got, um, yeah. you know, o- Oaken Summons that can now pull the 510 Taunt and and some other things. Like, yeah, you have to play around Oh My Yog, but, like, you could out-armor Warrior. And so I think the, the bump in Druid may, and, I've, of course, this is my opinion. This is me guessing, but I think that it may mm-hmm. have been an impact of all this Tax Paladin. Um now, you know, I'm not sure how it does against anything else, but I, I, I saw some and I was seeing like just some your basic like control jade 
uh, lists. I also saw some mm. OT- OTK lists, but and most of them, it's like the same core package with a bunch of control, a bunch of armor, and then you have, you know, what is your win con? Is it is it a couple of jade cards? Is it uh, Togwaggle? Is it some kind of OTK? Um, I, I got OTK'd with the new Deathwing over the last week, which I was not expecting, and uh, it was they played Major Domo into Deathwing. And oh. they gave us both Major Domo and then Death Winged. And so I was at eight health and they slammed Hero Power and killed me. It was like, what? Whoa. Uh, oh, was not expecting whoa. that. Um, so who knows? Who knows? But like, anyways, I, I see, I see Druid. I haven't seen Druid on ladder in ages aside from aggro. And uh, it seems like a fairly decent counter to the Paladin stuff. Anyways, Hydra, <laughs> Hydra, what, what, what have you been seeing and, and where are you sitting at like rank wise? So I'm sitting in Diamond right now, and currently, I actually, I took a sample size of 25 games yesterday, and I only seen one druid, and it was a token druid. Primarily, what I've been seeing is still the Taxes Paladin, okay, um, and a lot of Flame Waker Mage. Like, it's actually almost a 50-50 between Secret Mage still and Flame Waker Mage. And I was playing Pirate Warrior, so it was go face, kill him as fast as you can. And um, that's kind of where uh, Sky Captain Craig was better than Leroy for me there, because if you were going to get um, what's the like uh, Flak Maged or uh, what's the uh, Explosive Runes? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, yeah. the Craig comes in handy there. Um, but yeah, still the taxes paladin around. One thing I did note, which was kind of neat, is in those twenty-five games, I versed five hunters. Wow! With yes, five. And um, since <laughs> I was playing Pirate Warrior, there were quicker games, but they were all uh, like a secret package um, with um, what's it? Cloaked Huntress? Is that the one? What's what's the mm-hmm. card with the yeah where you get your free secrets? Yeah. And yeah. they we're all running that. I don't know if someone was recently playing that on stream or something. Uh, well, so last, I, so I hit legend last Friday, right? Duin hit legend the same day, playing secret, uh, secret hunter, and he posted oh, well, the list. And so I, I would bet you dollars to donuts, it's his list. Yeah. I could, mm-hmm. I could be, I could be wrong, but like it was a secret, like kind of mid rangey secret hunter. That would explain it because I never go played uh, against five hunters in a session in wild <laughs> if anybody yeah if anybody wants the list i'll post it in the discord if i didn't already um it, it looked good it looked really fun honestly it looked good so um it, i will note that if i'm looking through my games here as pirate warrior i did not lose to it once so <laughs> well there you go Pirate warrior wins if anyone's curious face race <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's mostly what I I was seeing. Um, I as for priest, uh, I'm looking through. I only played against one, one priest the whole time and one warlock. Wow. So maybe that's just my pocket where where I'm at. But um, I mean, where I'm at, everyone's gunning for legend currently in diamond. So hmm. yeah, that's basically what it, what I saw. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, and I'm curious to keep playing and to see how much these nerfs shake things up. I, I don't think it will be much, to be honest. Penflinger is kind of the interesting one for me. The watch post, I don't think, really makes that much of an impact. No, those, like the 
against the the taxes paladin mm-hmm. i like that was pretty annoying i was playing pirate warrior and i was having cards that cost four mana costing double the cost and that wasn't fun and they put down um the one one taunt divine shield so you can't even kill the web lords or the <laughs> the watchtowers well yeah and then it's running redemption so you kill it and then it comes back and it's yeah like... <laughs> yeah it, it, a lot of those those games i was like okay you know like i knew when i was done there was no point in continuing yeah yeah that's it's rough i mean the deck is strong i i will say you know i you be careful what you ask for right like i'm always saying hey hey i'm excited to see some kind of new archetype this new archetype comes out like, oh, God, it's so gross. It's so strong. It's so powerful. I hate it already. Um, but, hey, it's something new. At least it's something new. So, I, you mm-hmm. know, it is what it is. I, it's beatable. That being said, like, oh yeah. when I both playing Mazaki Mage and playing Reno Priest, uh, I won against it more often than I lost to it. Although I will say I think I played a lot of it, so I kind of knew... Um, the play style and, and then what to do to beat it. And so I loved like someone drops a crab rider, like an unprotected crab rider. Like, mm. Oh dude, all I got to do is kill it. I know, I know the setup. Like you drop the crab rider and then you buff it to high heaven and then you kill them. And so I felt like, you know, these people misplay the deck. Like it's so, I don't want to say it's easy to win with, but like Mike, remember what you and I were playing it last week? And we're like, oh man, this yep. is this is strong, and go in on some like eleven game win streak or something like that, and like, yep, it, mm-hmm. it, it's especially, I think in skilled hands, the deck is is very good. I think that even unskilled, like you you can do well with it, uh, but. playing with it and watching it made me learn how to beat it and so it's interesting i I, it definitely there are times that it feels busted because you'll have hands that like oh yeah i I could i could take out this board but all my cards cost twice as much or i can't play a spell because they're gonna oh my (coughs) uh they're gonna oh my yog and i'm not gonna be able to uh you know i have to pray that yog gives me a like a board clear instead but you know, whatever. It is what it is. I don't think it was um, as oppressive as everyone thinks it was personally. And I, a lot of times, like, people get upset when some deck is, like, you know, viewed as taking over the meta. But I think that when a deck is brand new, there's going to be a lot more people playing it. Mm-hmm. And then when the hype kind of dies down a little bit, then it, it kind of goes back to. You know, it'll still be prevalent, but I don't know that mm-hmm. the the percentage will be up that high. I mean, a good example, right, is is um, when Quest Rogue got unnerfed. We had one week between uh, when the core set came out and the unnerfs and the new expansion dropped, and like everyone and their mom was playing unnerfed Quest Rogue for one week, and you know, of course the everybody was complaining about it oh this is so oppressive oh this is so terrible and then the new expansion came out and i have not seen one since and so like look it's the flavor of the week okay and so i i will Mm -hmm. be curious to see what does this look like long term uh you know do we continue to see it does it change forms 
Um, or is everyone playing it because it's the new thing? You know, Raffle makes a video about it and it and it lands on uh, the Hearthstone client and a bazillion people see it like okay lots of people are going to try it out sizzle makes a video you know a lot of people try this thing out like okay it'll be big for a little bit and then uh so my question is what does it look like in a month um and we'll see yeah i don't think it was a big problem for me i got burnt out in the old big three meta Mm -hmm. so coming back now playing more than i did then I'm in a situation where there was Taxes Paladin, so I beat that deck easily by playing Big Priest because none of those cards affected me, honestly. Like, I have the deck tracker stats. I have the receipts to prove it. So the counter then was a Mazaki Mage, a deck that I've already, I call mastered in January. I have it in Discord. Like, I play the deck so much. I played it on stream with you guys. Mm -hmm. I've literally slow-talked while the rope has burned. While people screamed in chat, while people in voice chat right here were like, oh my God, go, go. And I'm just talking real cool. Because I literally play that deck so much. Like, I'm bored with it. Like, like so that Mizaki's around, Big Priest, Secret, Tax Paladin, whatever. And then whatever else is, is, is still around. Like, to me, there's more stuff than what was in the Big 3 meta. So I, I, I'll never complain about something unless we get back to Snip Snap. But let's not let's, let's, <laughs> not, let's not invoke that name. Naga yeah, Sea Witch. Yeah. To that, I'm I'm just chilling. Yeah, Naga Sea Witch. Oh man. I I, I yeah. think for me yeah. personally, I think good meta call right now is Odd Paladin. I have not seen it uh, almost at all. Maybe one or Good two call. people. And I think just mm-hmm. it, it, like it's aggressive enough that it can compete with you know some of the mages. Mm-hmm. It, it can compete with some of the priests. It can compete with. Uh, the warlock or whatever else is out there, and I just thought nobody play it, and uh, that's what I want to try personally. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not sure that it's the right call, but I think that's interesting. And then I see, you know, it's interesting seeing new decks. Blue Train hit Legend uh, later last weekend. I think it was on Sunday with Murloc Shaman, and that's new. You know, had all the new cards and yeah, stuff in new. it, and yep. so like that makes me infinitely happy. Uh, oh man, I went against right there because wasn't Blue Train um, not only playing Big Shaman, but wasn't that one of the decks in his arsenal? He's Shaman he's class. like my so uh, it's uh, it's good to see Shaman play other decks. Yeah, he's your what resident Shaman expert? Uh, definitely, gotcha. and yeah, he had played yeah. some. He had played um, a bunch of stuff: Evolve Shaman, Odd Shaman, Even Shaman, Big Shaman, and so. Yeah. You know, we had talked about on the review show where Murloc Shaman finally got the support it needed with this set. I've not had a chance to really play it, and so I'm anxious to do that. I think I'll probably wait till the latter reset, but I'm about 100 wins off from my 1K Shaman portrait anyhow, and so I'm excited to play some with that as well. It's it's pretty cool. If When I, I faced one yesterday when I was playing with Pirate Warrior, and they they stuck one of the, the the legendary that deals one damage to all enemies whenever you play Murloc. And I was completely locked out of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I couldn't do anything oh. because anything I put down was a small pirate with low health. <laughs> and it, it was just yeah. going to die every single turn because they had a full hand. And, yeah, I was just useless against I didn't have any weapons, so wasn't taking it out. And... It, it was just a, a non-game, basically. I just had to concede. It, Interesting. It was, yeah, it was uh, really good. 
Blue Train's order. Blue Train's Murloc Shaman list is in our Discord as well. If anyone wants to try it out, uh, it, it's in there under the Shaman deck lists. So yeah, I recommend it. Um, anyways, uh, I wanted to kind of transition into this. This feels like a good transition to our like decks of the week and what we've been playing. I do want to stop real quick and say that this portion of the show, if you will, is like brought to you in part by Firestone, uh, who has hooked us up with premium. Um, super cool to be working with these guys. And we've been chatting a lot o- offline and these guys are, are pretty great. I, I really enjoy this new deck tracker. I've been using HS replay for a long, long time. And the thing that really sold me on the Firestone app was that it's, it, it has all the data that HS replay does, but graphically it's, it's gorgeous. Uh, it's presented in a way that is more appealing to me personally. And so I've had a fun time navigating this. I downloaded it originally to, they've got one of the features is you can look at um, all of your packs that you've ever opened and see the number and it's some absurd number. Right. And so that was why I downloaded it at first. Cause I felt pressured to do it. And, and then I saw it and I was like, wow, this actually looks really good. Let me try it out. And so I, this is what I used in my legend climb, um, was, was this, and it shows it, it's got all the same data as HS replay, but it's presented differently. And I really enjoy it. Uh, one of the things that I felt like was really fun was their replays, especially, uh, it looks like you're watching an actual game. Like, yeah, it, it's got the hero portraits that are the same It the cards. Like, it, yeah, it's, man, it's crazy. And uh, anyways, I can't mm-hmm. say enough about it. it it's yeah, on the actual game board and everything. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's free. So I recommend it. It's free. If you guys want to check it out, if you pay for the premium, it's actually cheaper. Uh, it's $2.99 a month. And uh, it's, it's interesting. I didn't realize it until um, just recently that HS Replay uh, now has a tiered price plan, which is new. And I'm not interested in paying uh more more than a few bucks for a deck track anyway so. i don't even, even know i just have the standard subscription i don't even know what the tiers are on that yeah no i, I didn't yeah i wasn't even i wasn't even really like hyper knowledge or knowledgeable on that um like, you know, i did were doing that it, but yeah but um uh, yeah i wasn't knowledgeable not over there what they're doing there but i really appreciate what we got going on here and um shout out to firestone once again for setting us up with premium uh accounts I really have been using it um, more than I thought I would at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really has has me, to be real, what has me playing more games is actually using the Firestone tracker because of the like aesthetics, like the way it looks. Like like you said, Nate, the way everything's laid out, um, even when you get into the game, the way they have their categories, I like how they do um, set up. Like um, in one instance, they'll have like you know discover cards here, and then you can click on the <clears throat> arrow to make like a drop down. Like the way the tracker is set up, man, it's so beautiful. So once again, shout out to Firestone, shout out to you guys for the tracker and the, um, you know, the hookup uh, with our partnership here, working together. It's really cool. Good. Yeah, I, I got it for the same reason as most people did recently with the whole see how many packs you open that we, I was talking about last week. And then ever since then, when I've just been playing around with it, there's just the little things that it has that um, just keep making me love the thing because like for for example uh they have their own achievement system 
as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah. So there's yeah. a bunch of there, and they're all like at zero. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> I, I got to get these achievements too. And, um, and another one that I actually really appreciated is uh, I queued a game of Battlegrounds and it had at the bottom of each of my heroes mm-hmm. how many of the three achievements you have for the heroes. Because, yeah. you know, there's play a game with this hero, get top four with this hero, and get first place with this hero. Those actually all appeared below your guy that you were selecting or your hero. Yeah, dude. And I was like, oh, so I know which one to pick if I'm going for achievements. Yeah. Like, like I mm-hmm. knew right away. I'm like, well, that's a cool little touch there. And they got, um, like, whenever you get a a Hearthstone one or theirs, they've got a pop-up for their achievement, too. And you can look at it, uh, Mm -hmm. because the Hearthstone one's kind of there and gone, but you can select this, you're in-game, and you can sort of look at what achievement it just was while you're waiting for your opponent to play their turn. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. No, you I'm sorry. I was going to say, like you said, I I wanted to second that. I keep finding new things each time, and that's been exciting. Like, hey, it's just it's new and shiny, but it it works well. And one of the things that I really liked about it as well is that the the user interface is very intuitive. Where I struggle with, I don't want to dump on HS Replay because it's a very good deck tracker. but it was it was difficult to use, especially at first. Where I found this one was very intuitive. Like the the deck tracker is up on your screen. It's like drag and drop. Like where where I I want my deck to be and my opponent's deck to be. Like literally drag yeah. drag and drop. And then mm-hmm. whether I want it to be like small, medium, large. Like all of the settings are super easy to navigate. Where I found the other one just to be more difficult. Like it's still good, but it was more difficult to navigate for me. And so. Yeah, I recommend just try this thing out and and see what you think. Uh, you know, look, I, de- I definitely want to ride that coattail. Um, in the comparison, definitely, I I find this way easier to navigate. Um, I feel like they may have had the experience in using the first one and then made the improvements here. One thing Nate touched on was being able to move the trackers um, on your screen without leaving the screen and clicking a different setting to unlock them. A different thing. Uh, in this collection or in this tracker here, they have a collection tab and you can jump into any set and then you can click on browse set, go through the cards. They have full HD, you know, 1080p. It looks like 4K, you know, graphics. <laughs> you can check out the cards. And the real cool thing I find in here real quick, when you click on the card, you know, it gives like a breakdown, you know, the class, the type, the set, the rarity, the flavor text. And then it gives you the option to click sounds and there are different sounds that you can play from the card. Are you serious? I didn't even know that. That's crazy. I gotta bro. check it out. Once again, Firestone is lit. Shout out to you guys for the premium accounts. Love you guys. Yeah. Download Firestone today. So oh, and for anyone who plays on multiple accounts, I, I will say, uh like on the the servers, I was wondering if it was gonna just sort of have one full collection for me if it was going to get confused but when i switched between the servers mm-hmm. it would like close itself and then it would reload automatically Ooh. and then have oh. my collection for the other servers wow so <laughs> okay yeah yeah so it's um it's part of overwolf is the bigger program uh i hadn't touched anything overwolf in years and years and years when they they have hearth hearth arena or whatever it was like an arena tracker which i never really used i checked it out five years ago and 
decided, hey, I don't really play arena. It's not for me. Uh, this is something separate. It's it's the same like parent company, but separate app. Uh, if you go to firestoneapp.com, that's where you can get it. Uh, there's You can Google it, Firestone uh, Deck Tracker or whatever, but firestoneapp.com, and you can get it from there. It's free. Uh, if you, if you, um, don't want to pay for it, it's got a couple ads. They don't, the ads are like in the background and they're not intrusive. So they don't even really bother me. Um, but if you want to pay to get rid of them, it's two 99 a month, which is still cheaper than, uh, HS replay. Also it integrates, it integrates with both, um, Oh God! What is it? Out of cards. Out of out of cards. Yep. So, which mm-hmm. is uh, beautiful. Our, our homie Goliath uh, is, is he does articles and stuff for them. Uh, so it, it will sync your collection with out of cards, and it also provides data to Vicious Syndicate, which helps to make their uh, meta reports better. And so, I mean, you could, those are optional things. You can check or uncheck them, but, um, it's super cool. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, Hydra, you said you've been playing some pirate warrior. So I've got I your, I've got your list up here. Um, I specifically Take wanted to, I wanted to ask you about Rokara. So, uh, the lists for, let me start out for those of you listening. Um, we will include the lists for our, our three decks in the show notes. They will be available on our website. They'll be available in our discord, uh, without going t- too much into it. I've got a, a, um, pirate warrior here from Hydralisk. So tell me about this a little bit. So this was a stock list originally from the latest, uh, tempo storm meta report. And, I had taken, I was talking in our Discord, which is a great place when you want to discuss the decks you're playing. And I originally was running the full stock list that had upgrades in the list for your weapons because you're running um, the Outrider's Axe and your Ankars. And uh, I, I was talked out of dropping those for the Sword Eaters. And so the Sword Eater is that 4-mana 2-5 taunt that gives you a Fiery War Axe. Now, I had run the Sword Eaters in the past, and my concern was originally that a lot of the time it would overwrite a weapon that I didn't want to overwrite. Mm. And while that is a problem, I actually think that this after testing that the Sword Eater still is worth it. Like... Okay, I'm complaining about having too many weapons in a face deck. Boo-hoo me, right? Like, the, the, you, you're, you're smashing people. You're tra- you're using them to clear through through taunts. So it's not that big of a deal if you have to override it. But um, as for your question about Rokara in the deck, so uh, that's the, the new legendary with Rush that gives plus one, plus one to your minions after uh, they attack. Mm-hmm. It is an amazing card in this deck as this deck has lots of minions It and you're trying to stick them. And if you need to trade or get through, and even if you hit face, your guys still get buffed. Uh, but I will say it does seem to be a little win more with the Rokara. If, so I don't have Rokara on uh, Asia. And so I ran this exact deck, and I didn't know what to put in. So I just threw in a random green skin, and I I was just as successful with the deck. You could put any like type in pirate, 
right? And it, it would be just fine. So if you have Rokara, feel free to throw it in. It buffs all your stuff on board after you attack. It's definitely a great inclusion. If you don't have it, I wouldn't worry about it whatsoever. The, the deck operates just fine. I love it. it. I love that you had the whole deck in gold, so it like prompted you to craft Rokara in gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was the thing. So I took the list off of uh, Tempo Storm, and I I was missing two gold cards from it. Uh, I didn't have Crag and gold. I just had regular Crag, and I didn't have Rokara in gold. And I'm like, well, everything but two. I guess I'm gonna make those ones gold. <laughs> I had just bought in the 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 last bundle, mm-hmm. the one we talked about earlier, so I wasn't really hurting for dust, and uh, I wanted my shiny gold coin, so I I pulled the trigger on those two. How are you liking uh, Outrider's Axe? I know we scored that one very high, so I was curious. Yeah, Outrider's Axe is amazing. Uh, don't be fooled into. Like, you can trade into something really small if you really just want a draw, but at the same time, you got to remember you are the aggressor. Mm-hmm. So if you think you should go face, just keep going face. If you want to trade, like, you can get a two-for-one on this. If you want to trade, uh, like, use your face to kill a minion to keep your minions alive, which is what you kind of want to do in a deck like this, bonus, you draw a card, right? But... uh I mean, keep swinging face if if uh, if that's your game plan at, at the time. But it's it's a really really good card, especially you know like like Pirate Warrior in general. It always struggled for draw, and Ankar filled that that role. But it, that's just one card, one draw engine that that you were getting, and mm-hmm. with the addition of Outrider's Axe, I find that I'm not top decking with this deck like nowhere near the amount that you used to and you have the explosive starts that pirate warrior is famous for uh like you have your uh ship's Mm -hmm. cannon and if you're on coin you just wait to be able to play that coin and um fire a bunch of shots at your opponent uh this has the shark fin fan i've heard uh, mixed reviews of having shark fin fan in this deck but I will say, since you're running both the cannons and the sky barges mm-hmm. with shark fin fan, and the fact that you have so many weapons, like you are firing off cannon shots like crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. That, so I think I think that's the reason for the shark fin fan is you are constantly having pirates pop out. Well, you got a lot and of weapons so- too, so you can be attacking. Yeah. Oh yeah, I played against um, a token druid with this. <laughs> And they filled their board on, like, turn four or whatever. And then my cannons and barges just cleared everything off because I had a shark fin fan that stuck. And I was attacking and dropping one mana pirates and just, like, I felt dirty. It was just clearing everything, and then I would go face with all my stuff. So you got it was the best of both worlds. Trading off the board with the cannon shots and then going face with stuff. Highly recommend the deck right now. It is currently, according to Tempo Storm, Tier 2. And when I'm looking at my list of recent games, 
I didn't lose versus a mage once. Hey, there you go. I was going to say, I think this is probably favorite because you are faster than them. You know, it's just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no single loss versus mage, though I lost versus Paladin a lot. Mm. I have one other question for you, uh, and then we can talk about Mike's deck. Um, the other new card in this list is the Fog Sail Freebooter. This is the two mana 2 2 that says if you have a weapon, deal two damage. And it can be targeted at face. It can be targeted at a minion. How are you liking that card? My favorite part about it is everybody hovers it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Um, I haven't come... like So I've had to tempo this card out before and not go get the effect, which is fine. Like Sometimes you get a bad opening hand and you literally just play it so that you can pull your patches and your parachute uh, brigand from your hand totally fine it's a 2-2 it's on board it has synergy with your other pirates and other times it does the whole merc spark eel thing and clears stuff off i could see it maybe one day falling out of favor but a great thing about it is it's just more burst and this deck has a lot of burst mm -hmm. and it's just another piece of that burst i've gotten lethal with it so ah, nice nice um it, it's it's a fine inclusion i mean it's a cheap card to craft if you don't have it but i think if, if, if you know, like you can you can sub it for other stuff it's from the corset <clears throat> oh, it's a corset one. Oh, well, never mind so it's a free card to craft <laughs> well then then just put it in there if you got it yeah i don't i don't mind having it there at all if it slides out of favor sure but it's a two mana two two that also deals damage it's like um, yeah. a midi's ballet sort of or merc spark eel sort of deal mm -hmm. those cards you play yeah so. seems good seems good all right uh mike what have you got here i've got a it looks like a kind of like a lyra the sun shard priest yeah, so this is a combo priest that I had from many expansions ago. Um, back when, so we're, we're all experienced enough. We've played long enough. Remember when Inner Fire was just a regular thing? Mm -hmm. And it was a topic of conversation for a while? Mm -hmm. So uh, this is the idea from way, way back then. So with these new cards, um, I had posted this list. Let me go on Discord. Yeah, it was actually the show that Goliath was coming on. I was, like, hyped because I had busted so many people. Like, I think I went, like, a nine-game win streak with this deck. And I literally, I called it. I was like, they never see it coming. It was, like, this crazy turn four. By turn four, I can have Lyra on the board, a couple of the minions, a bunch of spells in my hand. Like, it, it goes crazy, man. So I brought this for our April 2nd episode, but um, we had uh, Goliath on. So we, we weren't really focusing on decks. Um, and then the next week, you know, I talk about Big Priest. But my main focus was actually this deck, because this is the deck I played, you know, because um, we got the set before the new month hit. So once the new month hit, mm -hmm. um, I wanted to play this. I wanted to get on ladder and try this from bronze and see how it could perform. Did very well for me. The only deck that took me away from this was that list that you gave me, Nate, with that Paladin deck. And when I just, like, sat on my couch and just, like, played with you and climbed up the ranks. Aside from that deck... This right here is pretty cool. So my goal is always, always, every single time to find my Blood Weavers and I have to get them out with Insight. I prefer to get Insight corrupted um, by using Palm Reading 
which also allows you to discover a different spell. Um, getting the Blood Weaver out, combined with Gift of Luminance, you now have two Blood Weavers. At any point in time when you play a spell, a either one card will get discounted by two, or two cards in your hand will get discarded, discounted by one. The way that I have my list built here, if you play your cards in your hand correctly, you can cycle and get your entire hand for free and play Lyra and play other cards all out by turn four. I should have um, prepared myself more to, you know, have the receipt instead of just saying it to show it to you guys. But I very well do will do it again and just take the screenshot and share it and talk about it another time. But um, I do have a picture here in Discord um, where I did pull off a turn four uh, with Lyra also with some other things on board. Uh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty insane. Let me look at it here. We got Lyra on board, right? Turn four. Two Blood Weavers. Actually, three Blood Weavers. Two of them have Divine Shield. One is an 8-12. One is a 1-1. One, one, I'm sorry, 8-12 Divine Shield. One is a 1-1 one, one Divine Shield. And the other one is just a 1-1 one, one Naked. But uh, just boards like that are very often. They happen a lot. Um, if you get Septic Veil Weavers, you want to make sure you play your cards in the right sequence with this list here. You want to make sure that you are... So so if you don't get Lyra and you get the septic early, I would actually opt for copying the septic because for me, I would rather get two spells off of the septic versus having two blood weavers getting the two discounts. You know what I'm saying? Getting more mm -hmm. spells for, for me gives me the chance to have more outs more things that my opponent cannot count on, more things I'm not counting on. Like, we know how this works, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you go into a uh, match, you see the class, you think you might know what goes on. The second they play random, just throw the notebook out. Who, who knows what's going to happen? So <laughs> that's what this leans more into. Um, it's hey, very fun, very successful. Sorry, go ahead. Can I ask you a question? I think for, for those people who may not be as familiar, it, it, it looks like this deck re revolves around these two minions in particular, Sethic Veilweaver, being one and Nazmani Bloodweaver as the other. Can you tell us what those two do? I don't. I don't play them a lot. I know there's oh. some achievements uh, around those, but like, yeah. What What mm -hmm. do they do, and how do they combo off? Yeah. So, um, so the Nazmani Bloodweaver. Let me get the descriptions in front of me. Question. Sorry. So yeah, the Bloodweaver is a three mana priest minion. Sorry, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm looking at these and I'm like, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. no I, said, I have the website because I know like, I website open. one of them, one of them reduces, and then one of them gives you random spells. I think, but I, I don't. Yeah, I just want to. I want to get the exact wording, so you know, for our listeners who may not hop online. So Nazmani Bloodweaver is a three mana priest minion to attack five health. Love the five health. After you cast a spell, reduce the cost of a random card in your hand by one. So this is very useful. In the sense of not having to target something, when you mm -hmm. just play a spell, a card will get discarded in your hand. So the Sethic Veilweaver is a mini Lyra, two mana, two, three. After you cast a spell on a minion, add a priest card to your hand. Oh, I'm sorry, add a priest spell to your hand. That's very key, spell, mm. not not priest card. Because, um, yeah, if you, if, you get, if you get minions, that's pointless. Lyra is whenever you cast a spell, Add a random pre-spell to your hand. So Lyra is beneficial, um, you know, if you don't find the Veilweavers, and then you can just play Lyra with the Bloodweavers. 
those discount spells, Lyra gives you spells, and you can just kind of cycle it. Whereas with this, with the Veil Weavers, you need to make sure you are selecting this priest spells that target minions. I've watched people play uh, this kind of deck where they don't, they just kind of go APM mode, but they're not paying attention to like it being Septic Veil Weaver versus Lyra. The two uh... are similar, but they're very different, you know? With Lyra, you can just go APM crazy. And you can just talk to someone on the side, now look at the screen. But if it's Veil Weaver, you got to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to pay attention to click and target. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is a cool. very, very fun deck, man. Loving it. Nice, nice. And again, yeah, we'll yeah, post I it. Since, uh, April 1st, but I've been excited. Hey. I can't wait. I'm glad to talk about it on the show finally. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We'll post the, again, we'll post the lists uh, if you want to copy the code and paste it in so you can play it. Uh, post those lists in our discord, post them in, uh, the show notes that will be available on our website or iTunes or YouTube or wherever else. So one last thing, mm -hmm. um, people will ask, well, you know, instead of being random, how you get a win condition, like I had said, this is pulled from ages ago. So inner fire works beautiful with power word fortitude. I've never played power word fortitude for more than one mana. Just saying that. Nice. Wow. 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 Love it. Love it. <laughs> And, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. People are listening. They may not know what that card actually is because, you know, it's very fringe. Eight mana, pre-spell, give a minion, plus three attack, plus five health. It costs one less for each spell in your hand. Once again, I've never paid more than one mana for it. And wow. I love this deck. Love it. Nice, nice. What you, Nate, what you got? All right, all right. Uh, I'm about to get myself kicked off the show. Uh, but here's what I've been playing this week, and it's a stand. Uh -oh. It's a standard deck. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so what I we gotta post my Discord call. Let's post somebody in here. Oh, no, Hydra, who do you no. want? Let's see. <laughs> got Blue Train, Ari Morn. No, I'm skip, skip, skip. <laughs> so I've been trying to jam out Demon Hunter wins. And like I, the class just feels crappy to me in in wild right now, and I feel awful saying that. Um, like I hit legend with with odd demon hunter way back when, but it doesn't feel strong right now. And then people were adding cards, and then these cards the cards got nerfed. I saw people putting the birds in the deck. I saw people putting penflinger in the deck. Like it doesn't even make sense to me. Um, it, it's interesting. So I feel like there's there's some room here. I, Martian boo. Just hit legend with a like Reno Nazoth Demon Hunter, which I, I find mm. I feel like that's cute, but like is that competitive? I don't know. I don't know. And um Yeah, I'm not sure. So by the way, you guys I named another minion. I saw I oh. think I think it was Orange. Orange was talking about uh Illidari Inquisitor, right? It's the eight mana eight eight with Rush. And then when, when mm -hmm. you attack, it also attacks whatever you attack, which really is meant for face. Uh, and so he was calling it um, Green Ragnaros. And I was like, yeah. no, I was like, no, 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 no. I think Regis Kil Kilbin called it like King Rush instead of King Crush. And I, yeah, was, yeah. And, and I was like, no, 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 no. It's Ragnarush, okay? Come on. Come on, you guys. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. like that's because it goes space and it can trade. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yo, dudes, they gotta learn. Yo, I'm sorry. Only this is nickname cards out here. Naming <laughs> conventions 101. Okay, if we're gonna throw Ragnaros into it, I I will, uh, I will hook you guys out. This is Ragnar Rush. Okay, Ragnar Rush. That's dope. <laughs> I, I like I like what Pizza called it. He called it Oh Four. <laughs> <laughs> 
Merkle, 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 Merkle. Oh my oh, gosh. Damn. That's hilarious. Uh, so I saw Draco Cat post this list that was a death rattle list with this new um, death speaker, Blackthorn. And it was running the two. Um, it's the four mana five, seven, is it five, six? I don't remember. That deals five damage to your hero when it dies. And like. I don't know, man. I people kept killing it, and then I would lose to it, and I was like, "Screw this! I'm putting something else." And so I, I, I tweaked the list a little bit, changed a few cards. I put in the fishy flyer, and I liked it a lot better because it has rush. It does the same, fits the same slot. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? Like I'm sitting at diamond two in standard with this, like, and this is not meta. I'm telling you guys, this is definitely not meta, and this is after the nerfs, and so it's got two watch posts in it. I don't know that it's that good, but it's fun. So I don't know. I, I reached out. I posted something on Twitter earlier asking for wild demon hunter lists because I want to play demon hunter. Like I've, I've made up my mind. Like I want to play this. Uh, of course, wild card reached out. He's like, I've been feeding you. I've been feeding you demon hunter lists like for a year now. Like, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, so I'm looking for one specifically with new cards. I, I Illidari Inquisitor uh, Ragnarush is like my favorite card at the moment. I don't care what I don't care if it's standard or wild. Like I love that card. It's just busted. I it's so good. I I, I wouldn't even be surprised if it got hit with the nerf hammer. Like it's very strong. Um, it, you play it on nine, it goes face every time. You know, I, I watch these warlocks drop this giant taunt. This kills the taunt, and then I go face for nine. Yeah, it's great. That's the best feeling. It's so play great. It, it trades, and then it goes face. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's does standard still have the five seven warlock taunt that death rattles into the five five with lifesteal? It does, but yeah. nobody uh nobody plays it. That's the thing. People playing this goofy like these wild players, man, they got no clue. Or these standard players. No. They They're, they got no. so okay, so in wild, like Corbett over the last week posted this uh control calling it like a control warlock deck, right? Uh it's basically cube block without the cubes. It is running two of these uh, far watch posts and two birds. And, and like, mm. it's okay. I think cube block is a little, it does what cube block does. It's just mm-hmm. a, a, a little bit different. Um, and uh, as people are playing a similar thing, I guess in standard, like what people are warlock are playing in standard right now are all the soul cards and then on the yep. to- and then on the top end, it's got Ticketus, and it's got the Strongman or whatever it's called that that costs mm-hmm. zero when you corrupt it, and then it's got Yasaraj to to yeah, replay you're twisting it. Twisting that drop that six six Yeah, I've 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 raged at Ticketus so so much over the past week, but like, um, anyways, but it's it, it's so funny how many games that I've won where they were like. Oh yeah, let me twisting nether and then drop this seven seven taunt for zero. And I was like, oh, it's cool. I play I play Illidar Inquisitor, smash through the taunt and then go face, and then it hits face again. Like it's so good, <laughs> it's so good. I just want to put I just want to put two copies in every single deck. I don't even care what deck it is. Uh, so I, I will be playing it in wild. Um, I'm I'm happy to uh, solicit lists from people. So I know wild cards over here are sending me lists right now, which is, I really appreciate. And 
we'll see we'll see what else <laughs> I can come up with. Um, especially like I, I'm sitting at uh, you know like mid legend somewhere. Like I, I will jam games. Why not? And maybe I can make an odd list that's to my liking. I didn't like the old when I hit legend with odd demon hunter. It was my own list as well, and so maybe I'll goof around with one and see what I can come up with. But yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Um, if I can make a wild version of this, that'd be cool. What I like is the the wild versions that I've seen of this list are all either Reno lists or like super greedy top end lists. Where I like that this one is pretty low to the ground. It's just like a tempo, a tempo list. And so that is what I'm looking to do uh, is, is non Reno. Uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll report back next week. I'll see what I can come up with. And uh, I will not be bringing any more standard lists to the show, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I've been having fun with it and, and it was performing better than I thought. It's about a 65% win rate ish. I have to check the deck tracker. It's, it's a it's above sixty percent at that, and I'm at been bouncing back and forth between diamond four and diamond two with it. And I was not really expecting to win, and so when it started doing well, I was like, "Oh, yeah, maybe it's better than I thought." <clears throat> it's mostly Draco cats uh, with a with a few minor changes from myself, but yeah, I like it. I like it. Anyways, that's uh, that's pretty much it in terms of decks. I know we are going a little bit a little bit long, so I think maybe the timing is right to kind of transition out of this. Um, I do want to take a, a moment to say thank you very much to our patrons, especially Shokunin, as the executive producer of our show. Thank you so much for supporting us and uh, being a, being a fan of what we do. We appreciate your support. Uh, also, big shout out to our patrons. So, Disruptor108, Claudette G, Daniel B, Justin M, Wildcard, RM Warren, Ben from Work, Corin J, and AJ Gomez. Uh, I l- Listen, we've got access to everybody's names, and I don't say your real names on the show. Like, I leave the last name out because of privacy issue. But if, if you're interested in, like, being name dropped, like, let me know, and I'll change that. I'm just trying to be sensitive to to everybody here anyways thank you guys all very much for your support it, it means the world to us just to have people that are our fans and willing to uh donate a couple bucks to keep the show running it, it helps us buy packs it helps us buy equipment and pay website fees and that sort of thing so thank you all very much definitely the website yeah 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 it, it's uh yeah. <laughs> it is it's not free unfortunately <laughs> uh, it does cost money i actually just renewed our domain name so i've got it for another year um Woo! If anybody out there watching or listening is interested in supporting the show financially, you can visit our website. It's born to be wild hs.com. If you click the find us page, there's a link to our Patreon. Uh, and there's a bunch of different tier plans as low as a couple bucks a month. If you guys are interested in donating, it all adds up and we really appreciate it. Uh, if you are interested in supporting us, um, through Twitch. If you are on Twitch a lot and you're interested in using our, our emotes, we've got several emotes on there uh, that you can get access to by subscribing to us on Twitch. And if you're looking to support the show in a non-monetary way, a couple of things that you can do would be to leave us a, a review on iTunes. It goes a long way into helping people find the show who are not familiar with it. Uh, the other would just be to uh, join our Discord, interact with, with us there. Uh, help us grow we're very very close to the 500 member mark which is exciting uh when we unlock that 
uh, when we when we hit that milestone, it unlocks a bunch of like bonus features and and stuff. And so we're very close. Uh, if you've you know you've never checked it out, you're interested. Um, again, what the Discord essentially is is it's kind of like a God. What would you even social hub? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I'm like an old guy over here. It's like a message board type of thing. But like, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, you've got, uh, you know, different channels in there, but we've got um, every we've got separate sections for each class. So if you're looking for deck lists for different wild um, classes, each class has their own page. We've got lists that you can copy and paste the codes. We've got sections for, you know, everything in between chit chat. We've got, you know, pet photos. We've got achievements and whatever else there is. So it's a it's a lot of fun and I highly recommend it. Definitely a cool hangout for sure. Yeah. Close to 500. When we get that 500, we'll be able to make our custom Discord link so we can say, you know, Born to be Wild instead of, you know, Discord.xyz57892 <laughs> server. Oh, is that how you do it? Oh, I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're pretty yeah. close. So, hey, if you guys hear us, help us help us get on. We're trying to get to 500. That, you know, Discord official link. That, you know what I'm saying? Can't wait to get that. Yeah, there you yeah, go. It, It'll be great. Really Discord cool thing. Parties that uh that I, that I find about the deck section in discord is it's not just like we post um all the different tier lists from you know tempo storm and everything like that but at the same time um we have a lot of people in the community that are deck builders uh mm. like Shoopy and ben from work and you know like dr bomb and like people mm-hmm. that like to take meta decks and sort of you know make them their own or make their own deck from scratch and mm-hmm. so if you're looking to play stuff that isn't just you know the top three the big three sort of thing we've got really smart people with gears of turn and that are subbing in cards like specifically for the meta or making their own decks and if you want to get in all, the, all all that fun stuff it's all there so highly Yo, recommend. I, I just so right right as coattail um, the deck I talked about a little bit ago, Ben from work took it. I just said, like, like I just said, deck builders. Ben took his brain, spun it out a little bit. He posted yesterday, said he went 17 and 0. So take Hydra's advice very serious. Ooh. We got a great community. It's a great hub, great social experience. I'm loving it, man. Every wow. day I'm in there. Literally since, not since like what, nine months ago? I've been on, I've been in there almost every day. Uh, hey, do you guys, uh, I, I I'm sitting here looking for it. Where I don't see where I must have misplaced it. Oh, wait. Yes. Ah, oh, there. Uh, I I had um in in our in the Discord on my phone. I had collapsed one of the um one of the little tiers, and so I was like, "Where'd all these channels go? They disappeared. Why do you delete oh. them?" Like, oh no, I just clicked the wrong button. <laughs> yeah, I I've totally done that too. Where did they go? Oh yeah, I just collapsed. Really? It. So I, don't have that power. <laughs> I I did wanna I did wanna shout out um, Charlie Dog in the Discord posted mm-hmm. over the past week. He goes, hey, this isn't this week's contest, and it and it was against a terrible bot, but I did indeed discover Mimrod's head off of the Doctor Boom hero power, and then got lethal with Voltron on ladder. Dang. <laughs> so that's boss. It, it, that was one of our previous challenges, and so. Um, the challenge for last week uh, was Hydra's challenge. It, it was to place a uh, King King Mukla in your deck, 
That's a legendary uh, that gives you neutral legendary. It gives your opponent two bananas. And the idea was to use those bananas to fill your opponent's hand. So when they draw their next card, they're going to mill it where it burns. It's now gone and to mill their win condition and then have them concede. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the winner of that contest is Timbo from our discord who did that milled their. uh, Congrats Timbo. Yeah. Milled their golden. Um, uh, Maligos, <laughs> and then they conceded. I don't think I don't think they conceded immediately, but they conceded the next turn, and, which is Ooh. which is good enough. And I think that's just dope. yeah. So uh, yeah, Golden Maligos, good job, Timbo. Big shout out, <laughs> big shout out to to Timbo for that one, and that was uh, here, I'll put nah, it. You, you you Timbo slice now, yeah, that's Timbo slice. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody know Kimbo Slice? Or am I too? Oh, nobody? nobody oh, yeah. Oh, you know Kimbo Slice? Okay, cool, cool. I was like, uh, anybody here know Kimbo Slice? <laughs> Didn't fall on deaf ears. It's all good. <laughs> all right, there we go. I'm putting it up on the screen here. This is dope. Oh, that's crazy. Look at that. Yep. Yep. And, it, and the, the, the turn before, uh, there was a brand on board with two King Muklas. Oh, sweet. So, Timbo Slice, you're going to get a couple packs from us uh, and uh, <laughs> and you get big big props for, for doing the challenge as well. So, <laughs> hey, you guys got any ideas for this week's? It, it, it totally dawned on me. I was like, oh, crap, I didn't think of one. Um, yeah, you know, normally I <clears throat> sorry, I'm almost losing my voice at this point. I um I I normally think of these things like in the the days upcoming towards uh the show, but I was so distracted with my whole dentist mouth thing that I blanked on it until the show started. So I don't have anything. Do you guys have anything? So I, I thought of one last week, but like it I don't know that it's I don't know that it's good for the show because I know we were trying really hard to um, make it to where uh, it was really accessible for people uh, or if it used legendary cards, they would be in the core set so that everyone had them. Um, The idea that I had, uh, because last week we were talking about lore, we were talking about the two sisters, right? Cariel Rome and Tamsin Rome Mm -hmm. was, was to somehow, uh, play a deck and you'd have to rely on discover mechanics, but to play both uh carrial Rome and Tamsin Rome in the same deck. Now, mm. I don't even know if that's possible. Okay. You'd have to have, you'd have to have one or the other. Mm. You'd have to have one and then discover the other somehow. Now, I don't even know if that's possible. And it does require that you have either one, one or the other of those. Uh, so, so that well, was that was the idea. Now, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Of course, that's not. It requires you to have a specific legend, and so you know, it, it's not quite as accessible as I would like to be. Uh, I'm definitely open to suggestions. If anyone manages to do that, by the way, I would be thoroughly impressed. Yeah, I mean, uh, in, in general, like <laughs> we can try to have at least every second challenge be accessible. Like I, I would like to pick them from corset cards <clears throat> but at the same time 
we can always do ones that do require other cards catered to maybe both communities. So I mean, we yeah, we could do this one. I don't even and know. Then, if, I don't even know if it's possible. So. Do I. Well, maybe we'll find out. Uh, right? and, then, and then next week we can we can go back to a. A challenge that involves a core set card or I, a cheaper card. I like it. And then, hey, if if anybody listening or watching has ideas for challenges, um, please share them with us. And in, in the Discord is probably the best place. But I, you know, we're open to whatever. I think early on we we were doing challenges that we thought were difficult, and then had people completing them so quickly that we we keep ramping it up, ramping it up, ramping it up, and. And so I'm not opposed to doing difficult challenges now, but, uh, but anyway, like you, you would say, right. Hey, play King Mukla to put bananas in their deck and then they've got to discard their win con and then they've got to concede. And like, that is so many boxes to check, but somebody did it. (laughs) So so it's, it's clearly doable. Uh, Oh, I couldn't, there's so many that I couldn't believe like, uh, the discover, Memoron's head, and then like actually get lethal with Voltron after discovering it, like that got done, <laughs> right? So, so the yeah, fact that I actually played. Well, I wasn't playing, but I was co-oping with uh, Blue Train, I think it was at the time, and we actually versed somebody that was doing it, which was hilarious. Oh, that's awesome! I love it. I love mm. it. Great challenge. I'm loving it. Cool. All righty. Well, if you are interested in participating in the challenge, all, all you got to do is is comply with with the terms of the challenge. Again, this week's challenge, if it's possible, you have to either play as Paladin or you've got to play as Warlock. Uh, or if you find a, a way to do it without, then that's incredible. Uh, you've got to find a way to play both Tamsin Rome and Cariel Rome uh, at the same time in the same deck. It, it might be impossible. Uh, and of- one, one other thing is it has to be either in casual or on the ladder, not against the innkeeper. Or, or a friend. Yeah. yeah. Or a friend. Or a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, if you do that, send us proof in our Discord. There is a channel inside the Born to Be Wild Discord called Contest Entries. Uh, just post it there. Uh, you can either post a screenshot or you can post a link to your replay, whether it's uh, from Firestone or HS Replay. You can get a link and post it there and we can watch it. Uh, and if you do that, uh, you will get a couple of packs on us and uh, bragging rights as well. So Preferably Firestone so that I can watch the replay in its beautiful glory. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it, it, I swear, when you watch those replays, it looks like you're watching a, a, a ladder, an actual ladder game. It's great. So, all right, you guys, that's about it for this week. We are at two and a half hours. We went a little bit over, but I had a lot of fun chatting with you all tonight. Hydra, where can people find you? Everybody can find me at uh, Hydralisk underscore HS on Twitter and Twitch, and you can always find me in the Discord. Nice, nice. Mike, where can people find you? Hey, you guys can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Blackarot, B-L-A-K-A-R-O-T, double underscores. And you can find me here Friday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Awesome. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at NateWolfTCG. It's N-A-T-E-W-O-L-F-E-T-C-G. Um, 
More importantly, you can uh, find the show and everything related on our website, which is born to be On the website, you will find links to uh, our discord, our Patreon, our YouTube channel, where we've got all of these videos um, kind of backlogged. We've got lore episodes that, that we do with uh, uh, lore keeper Goliath, the dwarf, every expansion. So if you want to know the stories behind the cards that you're playing, we've got those episodes. Um, and then links to if you're looking for other uh, wild players to follow uh, to check out some other people's streams and, and wild content. We've got a list of all of our past guests on there and all of their uh, different social media platforms uh, to where you can uh, uh, follow them and interact with them and watch some more wild content. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, we have another show every Friday night here. Um, if you uh, want to watch us live, it's twitch.tv slash born to be wild HS. And we are here every Friday night, like Mike said, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh, <laughs> love it, love it. Is that Kobe? Kobe. Rip Kobe. Hmm. All the championships, he just looks bored. He's like, this game's too easy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need this as an email when I play Hearthstone. For the games I do win, the rare ones. Anyway, that's what you look like on. when you're. That's what you look like when you're playing Mazaki Mage. I'm bored, bro. <laughs> yes, this is it. Yep. <laughs> like Mike, hurry up! Mike, hurry up! Camera. He's like, no, it's cool. Yes, we sign off. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, for those of you hanging out in chat and watching this live, thank you so much for hanging out with us. For everybody watching this on YouTube or listening to the audio version uh, after the fact, thank you for listening to our show. We will see you all next week on another episode of Born to be Wild. Peace. Damn, it is shit exclusive. It's the dark moon fair, it's getting scary in here. We got the game rigged, yeah. Mike, Nate, and Hydra here. Every Friday night we bring that heat. Let me make it clear. Special guests from the community. We're really inclusive. Showing all this unity. Car packs like diamonds. Dripping all this jewelry. Trying to get a diamond brew con because it's new to me. Or a diamond blade master. It's been up on my wrist. And trust, it'll gas you. I'm not trying to gas you. My whore got that action. Alliance members lacking. They head get the cracking. The winds we be racking. Our dust pile stacking. Tangent she and ratchet. Probably on some bad shit. Person on my tablet. You know I gotta practice. Shout out to Pather for the advice with the graphics. Battlegrounds is cracking. Yeah, it is magic. Haters, they get mad sick. Hop off line real quick. Black and Rob beat them up and teach them a lesson. Fire in the church. Ragnaros is preaching this session. Peace.